The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. They got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Everybody hating on that bird gang energy. Bird they trying to take the wave that we on. Check it and respect it, bruh. It's fourth and John. Ooh, we. Yeah, we got that loud pipe. This that show, all bird gangs alike. Agel, E Rock, Evan, the homie Mike. Ain't no show keeping up in sight. Yeah. When you watching them birds play, birds. thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Backstage politics, right. who's next on the trade block? Man. Tune in to 4th and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. Time there's a whole game tailgate. We lit Cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E-A-G-L-E-S, we on, look. We from Philly. If you don't know, we run these streets the same way the birds run that NFC East. Giants is weak, skins is trash, Cowboys every season whoop that ass. It ain't no competition, we here for those who listen. Want nothing but the facts, that ego coalition. We could give two fucks about your trash ass team. Our concern is about that black, that white, that midnight green. The feathers on the helmet, bruh, our hearts indebted. Fly Eagles fly, what it's about, bruh, I said it, look up. But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you
champions of professional football, Philadelphia! We are live! Broadcasting for the final time from the beautiful new media studios right outside of Philadelphia. Welcome to the 4th and John. What do we even call this thing? What do we call it? The Super Bowl champion show? The We Finally Did It show? The Philly Special show? I don't know. What do we call it? We don't got a lot of experience when it comes to this kind of stuff. This is the first time we've ever Pop done this. I didn't know that this kind of happiness existed. How could I? We've never won a Super Bowl. I didn't know how much that monkey weighed until we put it down. Because how are we supposed to know? We never won a Super Bowl. I didn't know the joy it was to walk through the door after I got home from Philadelphia, hear my kids scream daddy and go and give them a hug. And knowing that they will be re raised just like I was raised, just like Big was raised, as an Eagles fan, but they will never have to deal with the you have no rings bullshit that we all had to suffer through for years. We don't have to worry about. I didn't know the relief of not having to worry about will the Eagles finally win one before our parents fucking die like their parents did. I didn't know that until Sunday. And Eagles fans, that's my message for you guys right now. Is just to enjoy everything. But more specifically, the little things that you didn't see coming. The confetti was green. That gets me every time. I don't know why. I see Nick Foles holding up the Lombardi trophy. That's not weird to me. I see Howie Roseman when the plane landed. His little ass raising the trophy like a victorious Trojan warrior. That doesn't seem weird to me. But the confetti was green. Of course the fucking confetti. Confetti can be whatever color you want it to be. But it's just like religion. Just because you don't see God doesn't mean he doesn't exist. Right? I'm not a religious guy, but fuck it. Substituted with Bigfoot. Aliens. The confetti was green. <laughs> just think about that. Enjoy those little unexpected moments, whether it be Gale sitting across from his father from the first time as he raised him to be an Eagles fan, enjoying a meal, talking about the Super Bowl, whether it be Mike getting laid for the first time. Congratulations, Mike. <laughs> Put a bit of Andrew. Put a bit of Andrew this guy. They told me it was the best 30 seconds of, of her life. Dude. Damn, fuck this straight. Whether it be Evan knowing what it's like for the first time to wander the streets of Philadelphia during a semi-riot, drunk, semi. concussed, and bleeding. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy those little unexpected moments. And that's really all I have to say. We are Super Bowl champions. We are yeah! Super Bowl champions. And before, before I toss it off to Gale, uh, this is the last show of 4th and John for what is really a, a, a miraculous, unexpected season. And on behalf of myself, my family, who hosts those tailgates, who hosted the Super Bowl party, 
on behalf of the best group of guys you could ever want to spend a Tuesday night with and tailgate with on behalf of this show. I just wanted to thank you guys and everybody in studio here. Thank you guys for allowing us to be part, a small part of this epic journey to a Super Bowl win. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you all so it. much. For real. Gail? Gail? Fucking yeah, Gail. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> Gail? Don't you fucking start crying, bro. Gail, the floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> I mean, this this moment is like surreal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've chased this Super Bowl my whole life. Uh, the Eagles have been my identity as a person. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Bleed green, hard worker, blue collar. You name it. That identified with me since I was 12 years old uh, in, in fighting off people in Connecticut when there were no fucking New, uh, New England Patriots fans. It was just Giants fans there. That's how long it goes back. And, and being here, uh, this is amazing, man. I, it's, it's been a long journey, but it's, it's, the Eagles are me. That's what, what I am through and through. They've got me through hard times, wh whether it be depression, whether it be losing family members. The last time I watched the Super Bowl was, my, was with my whole family. My mom's passed away since then. My brother has, uh, is not with us as, as well. Um, you know, these moments, you, you, you enjoy these moments, you, you cherish these moments because you don't get them all the time. Um, and at the, at the end of the day, it's the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles brought me out of my shell. Uh, I wouldn't be in this room if it wasn't for the Philadelphia Eagles and E-Rock, meeting E-Rock and getting out of my comfort zone and enjoying the Philadelphia Eagles like I knew I could. You know, I, I, was a, I was an analyst working with NBC Sports. I am a fucking fanalist now. I, am, <laughs> I like that. I am a true fan, and I, I, I have so much more fun meeting people like you, seeing your faces, hearing the words come out of your mouth, reading your posts about the Philadelphia Eagles. You guys are so fucking passionate. And for me, that's, that's what this fan base is. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So when people talk about Philadelphia Eagle fans and – Talk about the Ill, Ill wills of, you know, fucking, who cares if they knocked over an awning or, yeah. or you set a fire or flipped the car over? Two million people, <laughs> two, 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 two million people having the times of their lives and remembering their family members and just having the, the, the most joyous day of their lives. And that was my fucking birthday. And <laughs> that was your birthday, I, man. I had the fucking best birthday present. My my girl got sick. She had the flu. She couldn't make it on my birthday. I, I was upset because I just wanted to see her. But, you know, the Eagles fucking, they carried it through, man. And they carried it through all the way to Broad Street. We did beer bong baptisms in the oh middle of fucking Broad Street. Mm. Cross that off the bucket list. We had, <laughs> we had an amazing, amazing day. And, uh. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, people are like, do you do, you, do, you do drugs? And I'm like, no, but I do the Eagles. <laughs> and not to, mis, not to misquote the great Rick James, the Eagles are a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady, fuck your couch. Fuck your couch. And we're going to go and take a reflection upon really the entire season. Because when you sit there and think about it, I don't think any of us standing in this room have really digested everything that just happened, not only on Sunday, but looking back bit by bit by bit by bit 
-hmm. all the different storylines and how those all added up at the end of the day, going into Sunday, feeling like destiny. It felt like destiny. The stars aligned, whether it be the fact that it was Jerome Brown's birthday, whether it be the fact that Brian Dawkins got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame or announced for the Pro Football Hall of Fame the night before, whether it's Doylestown very own Pink singing the national anthem, getting sick before that with the flu and fighting through it, adversity, just like the Philadelphia Eagles did, the stars were aligning. And in the end, the confetti was fucking green. green. The confetti was was green. This game was was a perfect reflection of the Philadelphia Eagles season, too, because the first you're nervous, you don't know how it's going to go. They end up start, you know, offensively, Nick Foles starts playing the game of a lifetime. He's throwing dime passes, and everybody's a contributor. Mm -hmm. Alshon Jeffrey, who turned down a deal for more years with the Minnesota Vikings just to play with Carson Wentz, has the game of the year. Corey Clement. A guy who not too long ago visited the NovaCare complex as a student and stood in front of where the Eagles hold their press conferences and Instagram the photo that said, maybe one day, undrafted rookie free agent who didn't even know if he was going to make the roster, plays a tremendous role in the Super Bowl. Zach Ertz. Breakout year, maybe? Who who we we waited for that breakout year. Catches... The game winner, LeGarrette Blunt, who's a cast-off from those very same New England Patriots, playing a big role. Derek Barnett with that fumble at the end of the game, grabbing that fumble. Our first-round pick coming by way of Minnesota. <laughs> How fitting. Chris Long. or, or, or Brand, uh, Chris Long playing a hell of a game. Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Who many people, including myself, doubted. And what did Earl Thomas, Thomas instead? Yeah. Coming out clutch. It's just, it's just such an unbelievable story. And then they go down in the game. Oh, no. It's Tom Brady and the Patriots. Here he comes. They're behind. But the Eagles, when they lost Carson Wentz, had the odds stacked up against them, didn't they? And Zach Ertz ends up in the end zone. And then that last play where the collective buttholes of Philadelphia were puckered up and everybody was holding their breath. And the ball drops on the ground. And the confetti was green. (laughs) The confetti was green. Mike, working our social media today, as always. Philly Mike, you were there at the Super Bowl party. You were there on Broad Street partying with us. How are you tonight, my friend? So many emotions was going on, man. It was just so many things happening in my head at once. I was sitting on top of our table with my head down for like a good solid five minutes. Just so many things going on in my mind. And I was like, you know what? Look how far we come just this year. We all met up this year. We went to NFL Draft in Philly. Then we had, right after that, we did the open practice together. The whole crew showed up. It was amazing. And then he had just the freaking, we had the TV show. We had the Football Fanatic TV show, all of us together. Almost a whole crew, the tailgate crew together. And then the tailgates, the tailgates were unbelievable. The One of the best moments of my life, everything. Then the playoffs, the freaking, we were home for the playoffs, doing tailgates for that as well, being with all you guys. And then all of us were together again. 
to witness history. We witness the Philadelphia Eagles winning a freaking Super Bowl! Just, oh my God, it was just so many things going on in my head. And think how far we come. And any of this was that no, this is possible without the my brothers right here, and all these guys that are chilling in the studio right now, and all the listeners are tuning in. It, it, this season, you can't make this shit up, y'all. <laughs> you know, you, you can't. It's just, it's, it's just an unbelievable story. It's a script that is so uniquely Philadelphia that you couldn't wrote, written it up any better. No. The underdog story, a perfect reflection of the city that bears the Eagles' name. as A, a team that nobody gave a chance to. I think that's what makes it so unbelievable when you take a look back. Guys, when, when, when we opened up the season against the Washington Redskins, did we really think about it? Did we really honestly and truly think that we'd be sitting here in this studio in this position right now? Did we ever in our wildest... Bullshit, Gail. The stats in the envelope say otherwise. The stats in the Maybe envelope. Maybe you're saying yes, y'all are lying right now. Y'all are lying. We got the envelopes? I, I don't know. Uh, Justin might have to. I don't I don't think we have the. Yeah, we don't have the envelope. <laughs> we, okay, we were all that's, fucking that's wrong. Okay. We were not and, even close. And, and you know what one of the beautiful things about this victory is? Is that it ends a New England Patriots dynasty. Hmm. I mean, oh. people, people have been tweeting me all day saying, oh, it's not over, motherfucker, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Mm-hmm. Fucking M- Patricia goes to Detroit, mm-hmm. and apparently we just got news today that... Uh, McDaniels. Before, McDaniels. McDaniels. Backed out. McDaniels, McDaniels backed, out. backed out of the Colts job. Mm-hmm. Why would he back out of the Colts job? Because uh-huh. Belichick is done. I think Belichick's out of there. Tom Brady won't comment on his future. Gronk. Gronk won't comment on his future. Mm. Patriots fans. About to become Bills fans. Yeah. When it finally dawns on you that this dynasty that you've had, this incredible run over the last 15 years of pounding your chest, when before 2001 you were nothing but, a, but Cleveland East, you were, no, you were nothing but a bunch of crybabies whining about how you never won championships and that you were passionate and everything you fucking dogged the Philadelphia fans for saying. Yes, this, you did. This is over. And the beautiful thing for the Philadelphia Eagles is this is just the beginning. This is year two of Doug Peterson, who, by the way, has the biggest dick in coaching in professional sports right now. Big dick not to be yeah, not to be outmatched by our quarterback. By the way, Carson Wentz at some point, I don't know if it's going to be in the beginning of the season. I don't know if it's going to be towards the end of the season, but at some point Carson Wentz the Ginger Jesus comes back. We get Jordan Hicks back. We get Sidney Jones for a full season. Sproles and the bodyguard, they might be back as well. And don't even forget that now that you've won a Super Bowl championship and that team runs out to Meek Mill and the rest of the NFL's eyes are on you, free agents are going to be looking at this team and the camaraderie and everything Jeffrey Lurie and Doug Peterson said on the podium while holding that Vince Lombardi trophy about the bond in the locker room, which everybody can see there's nothing phony about it. It's not a lie. We are now a destination point for free agents who will sign for less money just to 
don those wings on their helmet, play for Doug Peterson in front of the most passionate fans in the NFL. Guys, we are just getting fucking warmed up. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if you're a free agent, you can come here. You can get baptized in the locker room. And then in the parking lot. Cleanse your soul. <laughs> in the parking lot, cleanse your soul, and then get a Super Bowl. There's not many places you can do that. So... Absolutely. We're going to want to hear uh, your stories as well as some of the stories from the people that are here in studio. I just want this to be like a fucking love fest. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. We've waited so long for this kind of thing. So we're going to be taking your phone calls probably around 830. And guys, we're going to have to make them quick. We're going to have to boom, 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 burn through them because the phone lines are going to be stacked up. Mm-hmm. The number to call in is 215-515-2924. Also tweet us at 4th and John. Mike posted up the Twitter questions. We, of course, will do that segment as well towards the end of a two-hour season finale 4th and John Ugh. special. Evan Bubblegum here across the way. Dude, busted eye. With a are. battle wound. How's everybody doing? How are you feeling, my well, friend? Well, first things first, I gotta ask. I gotta ask the room here. Is anybody here a doctor? <laughs> I, I've had an erection for forty six <laughs> hours. I, I, I'm just wondering what when I'm supposed to contact them because it, it's not going down. Um, I can't stop smiling. I'm I'm sitting in class trying to pay attention. I just got this big ear to ear smile, looking like an idiot. No, no, no one could talk to me. No one could bring me down. I got my hat stolen today. And the temple hat? My no, not a temple hat. It was the Eagles hat. Oh, okay. Eagles signed hat and. But whatever, dude. We won. <laughs> it, the confetti was greeny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it I was. Mean, it, like, I, I said this at the show from the Green Turtle that that day is going to be one of those vivid days in our memory where you know where something significant in your life happened and you th- you remember every single thing about that day. You remember what you ate, what the weather was like, what you wore, the people you were with. Mm-hmm. That day, every one of us is going to remember each other for the rest of our lives because we watched the Eagles win their first ever Super Bowl together. And Mike smashed me in the face with a ladder. <laughs> I didn't That's give it not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Evan's like, am I cut? I'm like, yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. Probably needed stitches. Uh, <laughs> like you said, eh, uh, to open up the show, I love how you worded it. You had no idea how heavy that monkey was until it was finally off your back. And, like, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Like, that championship, ever since we've won, I've had this just, like, this sigh of relief about mm. me. This just, like... I feel like I hope this feeling lasts. I really hope this feeling lasts, and I, I can't <laughs> wait until next season. Already, I'm already like Tyrone Biggums right now. So, y'all got any more of them bowls? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I think the future is bright, and I think we're more than capable of doing it again. It seemed like such an impossible feat. I mean, how how else were we supposed to take it when you've seen the New Orleans Saints, the fucking Saints, lift up a Lombardi Trophy when you saw the Seahawks? Fucking Seahawks lift up a Lombardi trophy. When you saw the Colts, fucking Colts. The Broncos. The Bron- you know what I mean? The You've Ravens. seen every one of these teams lift a Lombardi. It seemed like such an impossible, unsurmountable fit. It seemed like climbing Mount Everest naked. <laughs> like it just, it just didn't make sense. And all of a sudden, here we are in this position. And not only is it enjoyable for the fans, not only is it enjoyable for the people in here and the people listening at home, across the country and worldwide. But doesn't it taste good for the haters? What do we got here? A cup of haters? Look at We're you. All hiding. A cup of haters? Look at you. Look at you. Hey, listen. I know the Giants fans 
are already chiming in about listen, you're playing catch up ball. We we've yeah, got I four of them. I, I already saw the Cowboys fans being like, yo, well, listen, we've got five and the Redskins fans. Let me tell you a little piece of advice on how to approach that situation. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is what it feels like for your shit not to stink. To be at the top of the mountain. So when a Giants fan approaches you and tries to spit that how many, well, we've got more bullshit, you simply tell them, motherfucker, we won the last one. What? You honestly think you were the only ones that could beat the Patriots? You might have started the job, but we finished the Patriots off. To all the Cowboys fans out there that are going to say, well, we've got five of them. Motherfucker, win a Super Bowl this millennia. This millennia. Back when you got to watch your Super Bowls via VHS cassette tape. (laughs) Vanilla Ice was on the charts when the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. I mean, they were using Zach Morris phones. Zach Morris cell phones. (laughs) It's been a long time, bro. It's been a long time. And Redskins fans. Even longer. Don't even talk to me. (laughs) Your Super Bowl trophies got so much dust on them, you can barely see the inscription on them. You are last place in the division of Super Bowl's most recently won. So kiss my green confetti loving ass. Speaking of ass, you talked about the uh, oh, Nick Foles tattoo. Oh, oh put right on the spot. You got, you got, you got, you got. Come on, we got mad witnesses in here right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <sighs> are we getting the Nick Foles tattoo you, on the are ass? You really? Yeah. Are you really gonna make me do yes. this? You kept on the Dallow for so long, and now you're just uh, putting yeah, the perfect spot right um, now, man. Uh, 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 Mike's gonna film it. I'll be in the other room. It's. It's being filmed everywhere right now. You see this shit? No, wait, when you, with, no, when you get you. the tattoo on your head, I regret You can't handle the truth. Oh, my God. Well, listen. Um, uh, Jackie, if you're listening, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, from now, uh, moving or in the near future, moving forward. Might as well um, put that on right there. Not only... Are you going to have to um, make uh, sweet, sweet love to me? But you're going to have to look at Nick Foles while you're doing it. Surprise, surprise, baby! Yeah, it's going to happen. Speaking of Copizzle, I think we do have a uh, Copizzle. He was feeling pretty good after the Super Bowl, right? He was he was feeling he was a little bit. happy. He was in a celebratory mood. Why don't you play that little Copizzle clip for us? I'm sitting there having to fucking watch the fucking Philadelphia Eagles win the fucking Super Bowl. After watching my fucking team, this one, go 3-13, and and we're fucking dancing in a Super Bowl commercial. (laughs) I love it. I love it. it. How how absolutely sweet it is. I want to get some comments from the people uh, uh, here in the studio. Uh, Pukey, why don't you why don't you run up first? Pukey's here. He is sober. Thank God. Uh, I don't think it was that way. Where were you watching the Super Bowl, man? I was at Xfinity Live watching it with everybody. Yeah, like, yeah. And what what I I saw pictures of that place. It looked like it was like just shoulder to shoulder. Nobody could move. Was it as insane as it looked in the photos? Just about. You couldn't move. Barely move. You can barely get by. It was all worth it at the end. The celebration at the end. So and you know what? Every time I go back to that place, that one spot I was in watching that enti- the game in its entirety, I'll always walk by and say, well, that's where I saw the Eagles win Super Bowl 52 at. And when they won that game, man, I dropped to my knee. First off, I was looking around for maybe 30 seconds saying, 
well, where's the penalty flags at? This never happens oh, to us. Yeah, yeah. And then when I saw Doug Peterson going crazy, I just dropped to my knees and started crying tears of joy for, I don't know, five minutes. So I, I told you guys. I told crazy. you guys. I, I never thought I'd experience this feeling of my football team winning a Super Bowl in my life. And here we are. I told you guys Gene Steratore was the man. Gene Steratore was not going to screw us. Because if you look at the end zone shot of that final play when they lofted it up there, I don't know what number that jersey was in green, but there was a... It doesn't matter! It doesn't matter, exactly. It doesn't matter. Gene Steratore let the guys, let the boys play. I know there wasn't many flags. How many flags were thrown against the Patriots? Like one? One? one. That's so, some bullshit, though. Whatever. He didn't, he didn't as, as far as overturning the Zach Ertz uh, reception in the end zone, like he called that right. He let the end of the game play itself out. He didn't call any bullshit penalties. Like, Gene Steratore will forever be my hero <laughs> for not fucking up that Super Bowl. Remember, not too long ago, the Seattle Seahawks were screwed out of a Super Bowl against the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, that was the referee game. They, the Seattle Seahawks got screwed out of a Super Bowl. He let the boys play. Gene Steratore, hey, listen, you're on my Christmas card list. We got Cheesy Gets Busy in the studio. Chizzy, you were there with us at Keen. The most memeable face. The most memeable <laughs> on face Twitter. on Twitter. How are you feeling today? Kind of share some of your experiences. I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, yeah, I watched it downstairs. I guess everybody else was upstairs, but I watched it downstairs with the other people. Um, when I when the when the ball fell, I think I blacked out for a few <laughs> minutes. To be honest with you, like I feel like I blacked out. And then I just remember waking up like on the ground and I'm crying and I yeah. cried for like five minutes and I just got up and I hugged everybody and then it just from there ran out the bra street. Everything. It was <laughs> <laughs> I never thought it would happen though. Just yeah. like Rob said, I've been I'm almost thirty. I never thought I'd see it. Yeah, yeah wow. and it, it's it, real and it's ours. In in '04, <laughs> we expected to go. We 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 expected to go in '04. Um, this was such an unexpected, like, it's so impossible, and so unexpected. I think that's what's part of creating the magic that is this Super Bowl, because we we didn't we didn't know we'd be here. You know, I think uh, when you look at this football team, you know, I think they. Whether if they're religious or not, there's a belief system that was instilled with all the players. Whether it's you know Carson Wentz with his religion or just Doug culture, you know nurturing this culture in the locker room. You know you look at all the the coaches beforehand didn't didn't take it serious enough, but Doug came in and got everyone believing and buying in. Emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, and, and, and then in, in return the fans bought, bought in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how, how many people, how many fans did you, did you walk up to the day before the Super Bowl and say, I feel confident? A lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. A lot. In Philadelphia, you don't hear that. You no. don't hear that too often. It, 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 it took this kind of team, this kind of coach, this kind of quarterback, and this kind of storyline to quench Negladelphia. I mean, listen, in Philadelphia, it may not be raining. It could always be sunny, but the sky is falling. You know what I mean? It's, it's, this isn't going to happen. No more. It, no more. No more. And I think that's going to change the culture of this fan base because we're going to take a look at it, knowing it happened before, knowing it takes a lot of hard work and dedication and some lucky breaks along the way. But it's not impossible. 
I think this is going to change the entire culture of the fan base. Biggie, why don't you get up here? Big. My brother Big yeah. is in the studio yeah. for the first time. He made time. it in the studio. What's up, everybody? Traveled all the way from Atlantic City just to be here. Big, yeah, my brother, how yeah, are you? Some business. Doing well, doing well. So, um, obviously, this is special for, for me, my family, um, but really uh, the family that's here today, the family of the city of Philadelphia. Um, it's really a, uh, an amazing storyline uh, that happened this year. Um, just to recap on like some of the things that happened last year, let's talk about that, right? So we had, um, you know, maybe a gun incident at an airport. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigel. Maybe somebody, somebody might have gotten arrested for like some weed and some speed and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. All right. Points. All right. So, so, yeah. So we had we had some things that maybe shine a negative light on this team. Anybody got anything for this year? I got nothing. I'll I got wait. Baptisms. I'll wait. Anybody got anything? Wait. Anything. Waiting. No. I see your girl. So, Fletcher Cox. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> do, do not let this Super Bowl and the green confetti distract you from the fact that Fletcher Cox did not show up for OTAs, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stop it. But, uh, but really, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I am a Christian. I don't, I'm not going to stand here and, and thump the Bible. But, you know, the, the faith in this team, this faith that this team's had, uh, and the brotherhood and what that's brought to this team and that locker room. Um, these men could could do anything, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I was so confident this year. Uh, I was confident. It, it sounds crazy, but I was I was confident when Carson Wentz went down. Wow. Yeah. yeah. For that man to go on Twitter and post that video, and mm-hmm. and if you think about it, it's the perfect storyline, right? So Nick Foles comes gets drafted, right? Doug Peterson is quarterback coach. They start working together. He has an outstanding season under Chip Kelly. He leaves. What happens? Nothing. Nothing from Nick Foles, right? The man, you never hear from him again. Then, what does he do? He has such a horrible season, he contemplates retirement. Mm-hmm. Where does he go? He goes to the Bible. Mm-hmm. He reads a little bit, and he thinks he knows that wh- wherever he goes, God's going to follow him. So what does he do? Comes back to Philadelphia, mm-hmm. meets a man named Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. We all know what Carson Wentz is all about. Yes, sir. Okay? Carson Wentz goes down. Nick Foles was meant to be in this position. Yeah. He yeah. was meant to be in this position, and he was meant to lead us to a Super Bowl because that's what he was supposed to do before, before he left. So this is just an amazing storyline. Um, like I said, it was amazing for, for my family. Tailgating this year, <laughs> epic. You guys absolutely rocked it. And it yeah, was amazing. You're, you're a rock star at the tailgate, by the way. <laughs> it was, it was this, amazing. This guy over here. Um, and, and that's the thing. I grew, we grew as a family. Absolutely. I, I love each and every one of you. Like my like my family, so uh, I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to, to to be with you guys, hang with you guys, and speak tonight. And uh, listen, Eric, Iraq, don't do it. Sorry, don't do it. Um, oh, <laughs> no, don't. He needs no, no, some you, milk. You've just created. Did you just drop me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> cut the mic. I'm not no. gonna. I'm not gonna look at you. No, that's fine. So, um, like, sometimes, dude, I'm tough on you. Okay. You're my older brother. We're tough on each other. Um, I'm so fucking proud of you. Give a hand for E right here, though. Give a hand for E. I've never met so many awesome people, and it's all because of you. Every tailgate, somebody's coming. There's people here from Florida. Florida to see you. California. San Jose, California. 
Yeah, California, buddy. we saw Texas. Yeah. We my Canada family came down. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm really fucking proud of you. Okay, so I want you to know that. Fuck you, big. <laughs> I'm out. Ah, <sighs> uh, you got me, son of a bitch. I just want to. Uh, I I can't see. I can't see. All right. I just want to read. You, you touched on Nick Foles. And I just want to read something that uh, a, a quote of his. I think the big thing is don't be afraid to fail. I think in our society today, Instagram, Twitter, it's a highlight reel. It's all good things. And when you look at it, when you think like, wow, when you have a rough day, my life's not as good as that. You think you're failing. Failure is part of life. It's part of building character and growing. Without failure, who would you be? I wouldn't be up here. Somebody's mom is calling them, by the way. Oh, it's your mom? So they, hey, 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 mom, we're live on the air. We're going to call you right back, okay? Oh, put her in the bathroom. <laughs> put her in the bathroom. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, I wouldn't be up here if I hadn't fallen thousands of times, made mistakes. We are all human. We all have weaknesses. And I think, and I think throughout this, it's, it's been important to be able to share that and be transparent. I know when I listen to people speak and they share their weaknesses, I'm listening because it resonates. So I'm not perfect. I'm not Superman. I might be in the NFL. I might have just won the Super Bowl. But hey, we still have the daily struggles. I still have daily struggles. And that's where my faith comes in. That's where my family comes in. I think when you look at the struggle in your life, just know it's an opportunity for your character to grow. And that's, been, and that's just been the message. Simple. If something's going on in your life and you're struggling, embrace it because you're growing. And that's something that I always gave credit to the Eagles fans for doing. Not only embracing the struggle, but wearing it like a badge of honor. We wore it like a chip on our shoulder. And without the struggle that we went through as a fan base, not only Nick Foles in his career, but the struggle as an entire city, as a fan base, if we hadn't gone through that, this victory would be just like a Patriots victory. Just another ring on another mm -hmm. finger. This meant more to us than anybody in the world. Anybody. And it's because we struggled. And it's because we had the failures. You can't know this kind of sweetness without knowing that kind of disappointment. And that's what makes us uniquely Philadelphia. And that's what makes this team so incredibly special. Yeah, dude, before this show, I came from my grandparents' house. And I'm asking them, I'm like, you guys going to go down for the parade? They're right in Philadelphia. And they're saying, you know, they're, they're in their late 70s. Like, yeah, it's, it looked from, from the... Uh, from the, from the night that they won, it looks a little bit too wild. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it out. And I just got to tell you, man, I am so grateful that we won it at a time, at this mo that in this point in my life, that I'm able to fully experience this. Because, like, even though there are people that have come and gone and lost their lives before ever getting to see the Eagles hoist a trophy, like, there's still people out there that, like, aren't getting the full experience that we're all getting down there on Broad Street, just yeah. raising hell. Yeah. And just, like, they're... I wish I could relive that night over and over and over again, man. That was just the greatest. Yeah, that was electric, man. It was so much fun.
I was just looking at the pictures. You know, just scrolling through. I your can't phone. stop looking at him. <laughs> keep on looking at him. And your face, your face is glowing. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, everybody. You're hugging strangers for no reason. Uh-huh. I saw a guy with this jacket on. Uh-huh. Same. He looks at me. He's like, "You knew too." Yeah. Come here, give me a hug. I'm like, it was just amazing. And you know, one other thing we haven't even mentioned yet: how insane that parade on Thursday. That parade is going to be off, something Ma- completely Ken- incredible. Mayor it's Kenny be- is totally underestimating the people of Philadelphia, as Jizzy uh-huh. pointed out. Yeah, so what, what, who, how many people showed up to the Phillies? Two? Two mil? Two, two mil, million? something like two that. Mil. Double yeah. that. Well, I wouldn't say double it. but We got people coming in from all over the country. Yeah, I, I, it, And they got world, more days man, to come. The world if, is if, if it tips like three mil, don't be surprised whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I know the details of the parade have come out, and they're expecting to start at Broad and Patterson at 11 o'clock and make their way all the way to the art museum steps by one o'clock mm-hmm. there's no way they're making the fucking art museum steps by one o'clock mm-hmm. there's just going to be there's just going to be too many people they're going to have to go too slow because the city of philadelphia is going to enjoy this way too much um, suck it all in. yeah by the way um as far as the per- details on the parade goes i'm gonna let gail and mike kind of lead the charge on that one where fourth and john is going to be uh where they're going to post up the uh, my suggestion to you guys, just having been at the 2008 World Series parade, is uh, get there early. I'm talking the five, butt crack at five a.m. Yeah, get there when the sun goes up. If you want those primo seats, yeah, you want prime real estate, get there early. Yeah, Absolutely. and it, it, it's going to be a long day. Bundle up. Bring a piss cup, maybe. I was just about to say, bring an empty Gatorade <laughs> bottle because you're not going to want to leave your seat. Um, you had to do that to draft. Yeah. You oh got yeah, a, we, you yeah, got we did up that. Front, Yep. If you went to if we went to the bathroom, you we weren't you wouldn't come back for like an hour. We had people around us just literally pissing on a freaking water bottle the whole entire time mm. at the draft. Justin is saying uh, Howard Eskin said to expect four million people. Four easy. million at easy. Least. Four at million least. people. Double it. Bring oh, bring a God. shit bag. Th- th- this is all <laughs> this is all of Eagles Nation. Eagles Nation extends way beyond the greater Philadelphia region. It's it's worldwide at this point. Yeah. 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 And uh, as as for me, uh, you, you know my mother from the tailgates, uh, the one who threw that Super Bowl party. She's done so much for not only me as a fan, but really for a lot of other people, including people in this room uh, at the tailgates. I, I wouldn't be the Eagles fan that I am right now with, without her. We wouldn't be having these 4th and John tailgates and have a tailgate trailer and a place to party without her. We wouldn't have had that Super Bowl party and been able to experience and bond together as an Eagles family without her. Um, Mama Rock. Thank you, Mama Ma- Rock. Yeah, Mama Rock. It. Like, listen, I've gone over how I've grown up as an Eagles fan all my life, but time and time again. I'm not going to rehash it. But as I, de- as I delved into the black hole that is social media, <laughs> um, often at times, like, I made it a priority – to share my experiences with Eagles fans across the world, those there in, in, in Florida and in Hawaii and in Canada and, and people in Australia and stuff like that. I made that my priority to show them my experience because I'm lucky enough to be there, and I know they love their team and they wish they could be there just as much. And often at times – I how do I word this correctly? Like when the Eagles score a touchdown – and Gail can attest to this because he sat, he, he sat with me through so many games. 
My first instinct is to go to my phone. It's not to high five. It's not to cheer. It's not to hug. It's to go to my phone so I can make sure the connection's right so I can periscope fly eagles fly for everybody. When things happen, my first instinct is to make sure I got the right camera angle so I can share that experience with hundreds and hundreds of people, whether it be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. For the parade itself, I'm just going to get back to my roots. And I got to take care of mama. Mama's got a bad back. We got some game plans Mm -hmm. in place. I already did my beer bongs on Broad Street. You know, Mm -hmm. bucket list chat. I'm good. If I catch a glimpse of it, great. If not, I'm at peace. They coming back for next season? What's that? The beer bong baptisms. Oh, they're coming back stronger than ever. Oh, wait, wait, do you say? Oh, dude, I, I, thought, really, I thought you said you were retiring. Am I no, 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 no. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a problem. I'm not retiring the baptisms, but uh, for for this parade, for once, I'm 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 going to spend it with family. I'm going to put I'm going to put the phone down, Ooh. and at the pinnacle of my fandom, I'm just going to lock it in to my roots and where I came from. Before we get to the phone lines, I just want to get the uh, USMC veteran, right, sir? Sergeant oh, Moore. Oh, Sergeant Moore. First of all, thank you yeah. for your service. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming into the studio. Evan, if you can bo- boost your mic up a little bit. And uh, this gentleman is all the way from Florida, correct, sir? Oh, you're from Philly. Talk right into the microphone, sir. As, as a military veteran, as a diehard Eagles fan, and as my head of new head of security... Cause ain't nobody fucking with this dude. Just look at him. Ain't nobody fucking with this. Oh, he's got oh. it on his. Oh, he's got it oh. on his hip. Oh. Hey, speaking of first. Oh, oh. First time a gun's Two. been brought in the studio. Dilly hey. dilly. I feel. Dilly dilly. That's pop. That's pop. Sir, I just want you to share your experience on microphone. What you're feeling and how you took in that Super Bowl. Okay. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Make a little noise. First off. Voice is all screwed up. Of course, you know my voice is all screwed up. There you up. go. That sounds good. From uh, ground zero of the Xfinity Live, dead center, I'm just here to report that Xfinity is no more. It's, <laughs> it's really, it's really going to take them a year to get that thing back together. <laughs> no mind my voice. The best way that I can say this is that after all of this, after so many years, this Super Bowl right here, is a touchdown, and this parade is the extra point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Absolutely. I've been having that in my head the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> well put, sir. Right. Once this thing kicks off, it's over. Yeah. It changes everything of how we feel, how we talk, whatever. I'm 44 years old. Yeah. I've been, I was in the military 22 years and retired. That's where I met my good friend, Frank. Hey. 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 For the last three days, I can confidently say I'm not mad anymore. I've been mad for 44 years. <laughs> and now I don't know how to act. I'm smiling. I don't know how to smile. I got my wife. I don't know how to smile. This is the first, this is the first three days that I'm not mad. And I'm just wow. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy I made it through all that. Hey, salute. Well, thank you again Absolutely. for coming, man. Well, being thank as this you. is our last show at New Media Studios, why don't you whip it out and bust a couple shots? And, and the, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're we're, we're gonna get to the uh, we're gonna get to the phone calls. Oh, our good friend Brennan is on the line. 
Is it? I'm sorry. Is this Brennan or or, or, or Meryl? Meryl Reese? Uh, it's Brennan, but uh, Meryl is going to be here in just a minute. Okay. Uh, he, he's just he's getting he's getting his voice ready. Um, how you guys doing? <laughs> Fan fucking tastic. Yeah, man. I'm uh, it's been like a whirlwind the past couple of days. Um, kind of what you guys are saying. I'm happy. I feel lighter. I think I'm actually physically heavier after all the food I ate during the Super Bowl, but I feel 30 pounds lighter. Yes. Um, and it was wild that night, man. And, and again, I want to thank you so much for having us all be part of this, being able to spend it with biological family and other family, all of you guys. Um, it, it was so special being there. And what I found to be really cool was that family bond that we saw, I saw you with your family, Eric, and everyone else with their friends. And it reminded me of the Eagles fans that came before that weren't with us anymore. Right. Um, the night of the Super Bowl, I was wearing a necklace, which was given to me by a very dear friend named Jay who passed away a couple years ago. And on, uh, in, in my pocket, I had a picture of myself, my little brother, Cameron, my dad, Ed, who were at that party and my dad's dad, my pop-up, who also passed away a couple of years ago. And seeing all the great camaraderie with everyone, seeing you with your family and everyone else with their family, again, biological or otherwise, it was really special knowing that that whole vibe, that whole connection, you know, transcended just who was there. But I could feel pop-up. I could feel Jay with us that night. And even with us as we're sprinting down Broad Street like a whole bunch of lunatics. <laughs> uh, Brent, I'm I'm not uh, I'm uh, I'm not gonna kid you. I did think about you uh, a lot today as we were preparing for this show. Not not in a weird way. Not in a weird way. Don't uh-huh. like, well, uh-huh. you, but I mean, sexy as weird you got there. When I, when I was thinking about you know being a part of people's story, just a, just a little part of people's Super Bowl journey and their story. Um, to especially have you there with your brother and you know how much my brother means to me um, and, and, and your father there and just knowing that your family got to celebrate in that kind of environment and we were able to provide that for you and, 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 and just, just share just, just a little piece of, of that family happiness that you experienced was such yeah. an honor and, and thank you so much for being there. Yeah, now, now real quick, I actually... Uh... Here, I, I do have someone else that needs that needs to say something to you guys. Give me one second. I can get past the phone. Sure, no problem. Right. Take your time. Force and John. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meryl, is that you? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm. We are feeling fantastic, Meryl. How are you? I'm feeling great. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Now you've. You know, the game. It was a tough one. It was back and forth. It was blow for blow. But for one person, it was two. Fucking okay. <laughs> That person was Big Dick Nick. Fourth <laughs> and John, your champions today. The city of Philadelphia is the champions. We're all champions today. G-L-E-S Eagles! Thank you so much. Meryl, I am so glad that your heart is still beating after calling that game. I, I'm, I'm glad that he did, didn't kick it right in the booth right there, man. Uh, you, you know what? It was so satisfying to hear Merrill make that Thank call because you man. know he's daydreaming. He Listen, yep. Harry Callis had the opportunity to make that final call in the World mm-hmm. Series, 
And honestly, I worried. I worried for Merrill. Like he's he's not a spring chicken. No. He's he's an older man. Mm-hmm. So it was it was like was Merrill ever going to get the opportunity to make that call? So happy. For and that's yeah. when I talk about that's those amazing. little experiences, those little storylines within the storylines. You know that that certainly makes it possible as well. We're gonna go to Birdman out there in L.A., who I know was repping his birds hey. out there. Oh, uh, brother Birdman. Up, what what was the celebration like, my friend? It was awesome, guys. First of all, um, this is cool because this is actually a championship show. How does yeah. it feel to be champions down there? Mm. If, if, uh, we're still wrapping our heads around it, still stoking it in, but it's it's absolutely amazing. Hey, listen, guys. Um, I wasn't born and raised in Philadelphia, um, and everybody's reactions when I was inside the bar in Las Vegas, it was in Torrey Pines. Um, but pretty much what I saw from you guys was a pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Tears were shed, mm. hugs, everybody's hugging and everything. And then, you know, at, at the end of the day, what I realized, you know, being a Philadelphia fan and all the shit talking that every other, you know, roaches and all these dumb fan bases that talk all this smack about no rings and all that. But one thing I did realize is that, you know, you guys are my family. And I back you guys up to the fullest. I know I'm not there. I wish I could be there for the parade. Um, but I can due to some circumstances. But um, I'm going to try to be there when they drop that flag and show that Super Bowl champion flag. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, I can't the, wait to be the down home there. home opener. Absolutely. And, uh, We're going to welcome you with and, open uh, arms, my man. And I just uh, just love you guys, man. Um, <laughs> this, this is the greatest feeling I can't believe this happened. I met you guys, Gail. Uh, I wish Mike and everybody else was there. Um, Classic Jeff, all you guys, meeting all you guys. It's just like, you know, I know we were devastated on that Rams game, and it was so hard to enjoy. But, man, dude, what a, what a comeback story. Something we'll never forget. I'm just so happy. I celebrate with all my, my fan base. Awesome. I wouldn't have it no other way. And, um, dude, I'm, I'm so happy for everybody. Thank you, Mike. Hey, hey, listen, and 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 and, and and thank you so much for all that love and and, and support you showed us he had, when we were out there in L.A. and West Coast. Oh, you know what I mean? He's a number one fan. And he's that, always rapping us. And then when you reflect on the season too, I mean, Gail, you and I and Classic Jeff, we were down there at the Washington game. We went out there for L.A. Trox was with us when we were uh, when we were at Baltimore. Met Life. Met Life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Met Met Life. So I mean, we I, I feel like we've. Got our money out of this season, not only leading up to the Super Bowl, but we were we were so well traveled this year that that's another storyline on top of that. Just the destiny this, of us this, being this there. whole season's been layers, you know, yeah, Layer, layers of emotions, layers of uh, our fandom peeling back. Like, wow, how deep does it go? It goes deep. It goes deep. <laughs> it goes deep. deep. Balls penetration. <laughs> we're gonna go to Kelly from Atlanta. Kelly, you're on with Fourth and John. How you doing, sweetie? Hey, gentlemen. How up, are you? Great times, great times. Um, it certainly I is. To call in, uh, give you the uh, experience from the Atlanta side of things, just because I feel like there's so many cities around this country and even internationally um, that were just insane and enjoying this win with all of you in uh, in Philadelphia. Um, I went to the bar at one o'clock in the afternoon. It didn't open until two o'clock. And I was probably the 100th person in line at 1 o'clock to get into this bar in Atlanta. 
um, we were just having the most incredible time enjoying this game. And to be honest with you, the one thing that kind of happened, I feel like when I watched all of the, the reaction videos at the end of the game, is we were waiting for some shoe to drop. You know, at the very final minutes, the last second of the game, we were all just like holding our breath even when it, it went down to zero. We were waiting on a flag. We were waiting on something. And then they said the most beautiful thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. They said, this uh, is the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. They, they said that. And I was just crying with a bunch of people in a bar and just experiencing something I never thought I'd see. And, um, you know, we saw the reaction of Kelsey. We saw the reaction of Selick and all of these guys who've been in our life. Like, I think that's the thing that really holds us apart from other fan bases. Like, these dudes are people we want to see succeed. And it felt so great just watching them react. Yeah. And they were our guys. And, like, just seeing them shine after that was truly something that, I had been hoping for for so long, and uh, I couldn't be prouder of the storyline that went beyond this. Like, I feel like that was a movie. Like, that... Like, that that was a movie, and that's... that's Season-long movie. That, exactly, that's and that and that's movie. such a unique Philadelphia script. And we saw ourselves in the players. Like, that was a, that team was a perfect reflection of the city that, that bared its name. You know what I mean? It's got to be one of the most likable groups... Of men to play for the Eagles. Who don't you I, like? That's my favorite team. I, I mean, whether they're putting it down on the field, off the field, I mean, you can root for these guys. You can wear the guy's jersey and being proud that you're rocking the jersey. I also want to give a huge shout out to Kelly. She's been doing one hell of a job yes, writing for Fourth of John. Yeah. All the writers in general, for they Paul have done Kelly. a phenomenal job this whole entire year. And we can't thank you all enough. We're going to keep running through the phone calls. The next three we're going to make real quick because uh, they're, they're, they're stacking up. And, of course, we want to get to some more people here in the uh, studio. Gonzo is up next. Gonzo, how are you, my friend? I'm, uh, I'm still alive, boys. Yeah, uh, you, ba- you barely sound like it. <laughs> I uh, wish we wish we were there. Uh, unfortunately, my wife, Tara, is pretty under the weather and so you know we had to make the executive decision to stay back but we wanted to call and just tell everybody what an experience this weekend was and just how much it meant y'all gonna make me cry an hour doesn't go by i still don't get choked up you know (laughs) when when the game was over and we knew we won um i went to my wife and she collapsed in my arms, and we kind of both fell to our knees and just cried, you know. And then it was a blur, and then we went outside, and I called my father. And I couldn't understand a fucking word, sorry, a word <laughs> the man was saying, and it was beautiful. And then we took that walk to Broad Street, and man, that is something that everybody should have been able to experience. Yeah. There will be nothing like that again. In the history of the world, there's only one first time. There's only one first day. That's it. Gonzo, the first time again, Mike. Congratulations on busting your cherry. What <laughs> 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 yeah. a day to remember. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. did. 
Gonzo, I, I, I was thinking about you as, as I was Brennan today uh, because I, I kind of paid witness to that um, phone call to your father and just the just the emotions that was pouring oh. out of this. And he's a big dude. He's a big oh, yeah. man. You know what I mean? It's just the emotions that were pouring out of him. It was certainly something special to watch. Uh, Harmon from Vancouver. Again, we're going to make him real quick because we're going to want to get some more people on the microphone. Harmon, how are you doing, my friend? All the way up there in Canada. Um, I'm recovering. You can tell by my voice. Oh, my God. You're trying to shout all the way to Philadelphia. (laughs) Everyone's voice is erect, dude. Man, I I just want to say fucking I I love you guys. You guys have made this season that much better. I I think this was the first year I got a hold of you guys. I didn't even know what Fourth and John was until basically this year. Um, Twitter and all those other, you know, like uh, yeah, social media helped me get to get to you guys. And I'm glad I got to meet you guys before. Um, I just want to say, man, this has been a crazy journey. Uh, you remember I call me calling you in week right before the Giants game in week three, reminiscing about my bullshit time in Kansas City, how we lost that game through the mm. you know skin of our nuts, man. Mm. We, you know. <laughs> It was a depressing time just for that week, too. I, I was there, but I was proud to be there as an Eagles fan represent, representing my team, right? And then everything we've been through since then, man, from the Jake Elliott field goal, you know, the Chargers game, getting down to Carson Wentz losing his, uh, sorry, uh, hurting his, AC, turning his ACL. We've done so much together. Um, I just, I'm the best part about this all to me is I think we're just getting started. I did not, and I'll be one of the first guys, even not even ashamed to say it. I did not think we'd go from seven and nine to thirteen and three and win the Super Bowl in one year. My best thing is, I think we're just getting started. I think we're going to be on a good couple, good, a nice little ride for the next couple of years. I'm not even worried about anyone else coming back or going. This team is a brotherhood right now, like you couldn't even believe. Every other team that is now looking upon us to be like, this is the team we got to follow now. Who would have thought this three years ago when Chip Kelly fucked everything up for us, right? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm just happy to say that I'm, I, I'm a, I've been part of this team. I remember the first fucking day I ever watched this, watched this team in my life. It was a snowstorm in Vancouver. I was sitting in my room, and there was a, I, couldn't, I didn't even have basic cable, bro. I had a fucking antenna. And luckily, <laughs> the God put on the Eagles game for me when they played in the Saints and the NFC Sorry, the wild card game. I watched the game from beginning to end. I never looked back on this team. I've been a fan since that day in 1992, man. And I swear to you, man, this is a lifelong commitment, right? We, you guys know what's up, right? This is a lifelong commitment. I think we're just getting started. This could be a straight-up dynasty if we let everything keep going the way it is right now. Hey, we, hey, we got our one. Listen, di- dynasty sounds nice, and certainly the future is bright for this Philadelphia Eagles team. They've got a, a lot of young players that are locked in for a long time. They've got people. They're again. This is now a destination. This is now a destination point. So uh, it's just the tip. It's 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 just, just the tip. tip. It's just the tip. So uh, you know, we, we we got our one Super Bowl. Uh, we'll see. We'll certainly see what happens next. We got our boy Lee. Levon in here in studio, who was with us uh, at the Super Bowl party. How are you, my friend? Oh man, dude, so many emotions. Uh, I I might break down here a little bit because you know what I've been going through over yes, the last sir. week. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. But like we've all we've all said it. The Eagles bring us through everything. Last week, my mom went to the hospital for the first time since she's been diagnosed with cancer. Um, cancer spread. It's stage four now, and it's not really a good thing. But I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it to watch the Super Bowl with you guys. But I got through it, 
it's the birds, man. Like, the birds got me through it. The birds took my mind off of the worst feeling in the world this weekend. He have known you since 2011, 2012. Like, you've become a brother to me. We fucking did it, dude. <laughs> like, all of us here, we fucking did it. We are world champions. And I know everybody feels like the best feeling in the world, no matter what's going on in your life. Nothing will ever take away from that feeling that we all had on Sunday night. I love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Love you too. Love you too. That, thank, thanks for thank you again thanks for, for thank you for sharing, getting, man. getting on mic and, and sharing that on a uh, on a lighter note, just to try to make everybody laugh right now. So the weird, like shout out to NBC Sports Philadelphia. Yes, they, they absolutely. They you got had, to keep your phone in your pocket. What's they, that? You got to keep your phone in your pocket because they're recording everything for us. Oh, it was it was beautiful, and they caught moments like I. It's kind of weird to see yourself react. To stuff, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, normally, I've got the camera pointed the other direction. Mm-hmm. So to have a camera pointed on me oh as God. they score a touchdown, Dude, that the, was weird for me. There to are see. some very memeable faces that they got. Me <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> extremely memeable. So, so, so they had me on in the morning, uh, doing their like pre Super Bowl pre show, and and they were obviously at Keen. Big shout out to Keen on Lombard Street. They they did a phenomenal job. But I got you remember you remember Sarah and Fizzle. From Australia, the game that's only yeah, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they so they sent me a text message. They're like, "Hey, listen, would you be willing to go on Australian radio and talk about the Super Bowl?" I'm like, "Fucking Australia! All right, whatever. I'll talk to whoever." Of course, you know, worldwide, bitch. Yeah, worldwide. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's fine. So right before we ended up going to the bar, I did two shows and two morning shows mm. in Australia, and it's weird to hear them talk, mate. They're yeah. like, "Hi, the Philadelphia Eagles are going down ready. on the Bobby." Yeah, going to take on the uh, the New England Patriots. Hey, does Boston hate Philadelphia and Philadelphia hate Boston? So I did my little shtick, and you know they ate it, they ate it up and everything. The following day, they contact me again, and are you willing to come on the air and talk to the the same shows? There was two of them. I did fucking two of them. He's willing to talk to the same shows the next day. Yeah, fine, whatever. So they called me up at like 2.40, and when you call into a show, they call you, and then they, they let you know when you're going to go on, and then they put you on hold, and they're, they're like, well, they'll tell you when you're on. So they had a commercial, then they had this like, you know how news stations or radio stations do this little like news feed? So mm-hmm. they start with this news feed like, today in Melbourne, uh, a bunch of government officials came down and... With uh, m- uh, machine guns and seized, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we don't know if it's in connection with this. And today in Australian Parliament, you know, this they voted on this thing. And in the United States, the Phil- uh, the city of Philadelphia was subject to rioting riotin- and looting as the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles fans took over the city after a Super Bowl victory. Now on is the biggest Eagles fan in America... E-Rock. That's awesome. And, 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 and I was like, what? First of all, I'm listening to this like, what is this, a fucking setup? Yeah. And, then I, and then I stopped. I stopped. And I said, wait a minute. First of all, let's clear one thing up. There wasn't rioting. And lo- okay, listen, we were a little. The window was broken. Yeah, okay. We were a little <laughs> extra. I only saw one car flipped over. We tore down a couple poles. There was one fire. That Ritz Carlton awning needed to go anyway. It was overdue. I was like, I was like, look, I was like, look it, it, uh, it was mild compared to Philadelphia's standards and what we experienced in 08 with the Phillies. Right. So he goes, oh, all right, mate. So just like your president, you're climbing fake news. 
And I'm like, I, listen, Crocodile Dundee, oh, I don't know what trying to kind of trap you're trying to trap me into over here. But I don't know who you think you are. But listen, Philadelphia fans are not like that. I saw on uh, Colbert and stuff like that, they were talking about the riots. Let me tell you something. It was a, there was no riots. There was no riots. Jesus there was no Christ. riots. You can look at anybody's uh, Super Bowl championship. Bleak. You can look at anybody's NBA championship when the Cleveland Bra- uh, the Cleveland Browns they're never winning. Yeah, the thing. When, when, Cavaliers. When the Cleveland Cavaliers won their thing. When the Cubs listen, car one car flipped. I think that's pretty good for mm-hmm. Philly standards. <laughs> yeah, that's I, not bad. Miss Anelli addressed this on his show, and I think he put it pretty right. If if you put a million drunk people in the street. And you get a broken window. That's that's the least of your concerns, man. What yeah. did you think was going to happen? You put a million drunk people in one spot, and they're happy as hell. Their team just ended a, a 52-year-long drought. Exactly. Shit's going to happen. And I, and I love the video of the police officer on Broad oh Street. Oh, my God. It was awesome. Went, high you know, five. High five and not even able to contain his own emotions. And they had the dump trucks there lined up. I feel, you know what? I, I I think they did that on purpose. But like, fuck it, people are gonna climb something. No, okay. let, yeah. let, let them climb the the the, the garbage trucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking our boy Ryan climbed over a freaking uh, traffic light post, man. Our yeah. Dude, boy they Ryan, they uprooted man. the traffic light post out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. And according to SB Nation, there were more post Super Bowl arrests in New England than Philadelphia. In, in UMass alone, yeah. on yeah. the uni- yeah. University six of Massachusetts alone, six arrested, two thousand people. Six arrested, 12 injured at uh, UMass Amherst after the Patriots lost. But you didn't really hear about that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tweet out that clip of, uh, of me. It's one of the proudest moments of my life, doing that first beer bong baptism uh-huh. for Mike and Gail. Uh-huh. And if you, it, it, it's like I've watched the video maybe 100 times. Unbelievable. And first of all, <laughs> I wish you could have seen what I saw standing up on that ladder. I got some sounds of the street right here. Uh, we'll, we'll get that in a second because... The pictures don't do it justice. You had to see it with your own eyes. I get up on that ladder, staff in one hand, beer bong in the other. The place is going nuts. Lights are flashing. But all I can see, as far as I can see, is just a wave of people with flags in their arms. As far as I could see, just people. And the pictures will never do it justice. The video that you take will never do it justice. I wish you guys could all see with my eyes what I saw when I climbed that ladder. But going back to it, the first thing you'll see me doing is looking off to my left and eyeballing the cops. Because, listen, I don't know. Is, if, it, is this going to fly or what? Yeah. And I'm standing there, and they're looking at me, and I'm pouring the beer into the beer bong. They're looking at me. I'm looking at them. They're looking at me. And one of them just shrugged. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We went through three cases of beer doing baptisms on Broad Street. Yeah. Trox even did one. Someone tried to steal the staff. Someone even tried our girl to, Lacey I did one. Yeah. I'm, I almost got in a fight because someone tried to steal the staff. their first one. Unbelievable, man. It was Trox, Trox was funny, dude. Like, I'm telling everybody to remember those little moments and to remember those little details that come up and, 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 and the little things. That, I don't, I'm not sure you remember shit from that Super Bowl. No, I really wasn't that drunk. I may have smoked a little more than I should have drank that day. Remember. <laughs> so I knew what I was doing. But when you looked at me and handed me the Pope hat, I was just like, oh, shit, I'm really about to do this right now. <laughs> so I step up on that ladder, and I'm just looking frontwards and backwards. There's just a C... Of crazy yeah. Eagles fans yeah. loving life and yeah. loving this celebration that we were doing together. It was beautiful. Yeah, I got we it. just won the fucking Super Bowl, you jaw motherfucker! Yeah. 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 yeah! I got up on the ladder. I just, I, I was just like, I gotta get this, uh, 
this Foles chant going. So I did the whole skull uh-huh. thing. Yeah. Yep. And I was just he like, Lacey was MVP. He took all video of that, just too. Just looking it's at priceless. people's eyes, and they're just going, Foles! <laughs> Foles! I was just like, yo, that is crazy. And, th- and there was a classic video. Please check it out on, on, on Twitter. Just like, just like my beer bong baptism video when I, when I held it up. Uh, that was like the best moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Fucking Gail had a tremendous video oh. where he's just... He starts the camera and all of a sudden firework. Go ahead and play. Firework. It was too much happiness to even process into words. That's that, a hell of a fucking I, I, birthday present, I was ready man. to do a selfie, <laughs> just a selfie video, and all of a sudden, me and Adrian, uh, Fed Cure, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a firework goes off, and we're just like, what? Like, right yeah. the fuck I'm next like, what the year. Fuck and then another one, and then another one, yeah. and another one. It was, it was such someone, an awesome uh, video. I, I, I had uh, a clip of basically, I, I just kind of quickly whipped together all the little short videos that I took, and somebody lit, like, firecrackers right next to us. <laughs> I'm like... Oh God, we're all about to die! Like yeah. I thought, I thought like, okay, well, Jesus, <laughs> hey, if you're gonna do it, fucking do it now. Take me yeah. out, of, take, take me out in a blaze of fucking glory. <laughs> I, I, I do not care at this point. I want to be buried in the Pope hat with my oh. beer bong next to me. Just fucking. What a great way it. to go out. What a great way to go out, man. Yeah, someone lit one right by my foot. Shit, one right off. I know. Me and Gail looked at each other. We're like, bruh. Felt it right up my back. Oh my god, man! So crazy. Mm-hmm. That, that was... night, that night was absolute insanity, man. I was telling you guys before the show, I ended up getting separated from you guys through all the madness that happened. I didn't see you call until like two days later. Two days. Sorry. There was there was misreception. Like you could you couldn't get the oh, only nah. time I could contact you guys was when I was about to get on the subway, and then I called E one last time. Right as I, I had already went through the gate and everything, and I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm just gonna. You know, see if I can find him. I end up, you end up answering the call, and you're just at the top of your lungs, but I still can't hear you. Pine! <laughs> broad and pine! Broad and pine! And I rush back up there, and on my way back up there, I hear, Evan! Evan! And lo and behold, I'm not, I'm not going to sell him out or anything now, but it was a teacher that I had in high school <laughs> standing on top of a police barrier drinking a beer. I'm like, let me fucking up there right now. Me, me, me and him chugged the beer on top of that. It was like... That is just a small, small, tiny example of the craziness that ensued that night. It was so much fun. And you know what? We're going to give a big shout-out to our boy DC Doe right now. He's been on the phone for 20 minutes trying to get his word on the phone right now. DC, Daryl, we love you so much, brother. How are you feeling, my man? Listen, from living in, born and raised in DC, got my whole family's Redskins fans, uh... And I'm the only Eagles fan, y'all know. And I come there to represent, like, as much as I can. This is, like, the most greatest feeling ever. Like, ever. Like, we got a fucking Super Bowl. I'm tired of, <laughs> what, hearing about the 82, 87, and 91 Super Bowls that they got down here. Fuck that. I got a ring, too, bitch. Kiss, <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Kiss the ring, you know bitches. I mean? Like, it's one, I actually, like, when Brandon Graham hit Tom Brady, I collapsed. Like, and when that thing hit zero, like, I balled, cry- I balled out crying. Like, I've never felt that emotional in my life. Probably since my grandfather passed, but I've never been that emotional, ever. And I'm just sitting there just crying. Everybody's calling my phone, asking me, am I really crying? You damn right I'm crying. Just, I've waited my whole fucking life to get this shit. Like, it, they don't realize, being the Eagles fan, yeah, everybody thinks it's cute and everything. You know, Redskins have fans. Like, they think it's a... 
Oh, uh, you know what? We lost we, you. Yeah, we lost the phone lines. That's all right. We still, we still got my mic up. A lot of mercy. We still good? Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sorry. We, you know, we we had a hundred people on hold. That's, that's Holy. What Justin was trying to get my attention, and I couldn't read the lips, and I had to send my brother into. The, we had a hundred people waiting to get oh in. Oh my on god. The <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do a five-hour show. Oh my <laughs> god. Keep it rolling. Marathon. We're gonna wake up tomorrow, like you know, <laughs> six in the morning. Fourth and John. Is You're still. on the air. <laughs> you, you are on the air. Absolutely. <laughs> What's that? Like two, or three two or three minutes. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Let's uh, let's get Jay Free on the mic real quick. Jay Free, you were there at the party, having a good time. Share your experience real quick. You know, <clears throat> E, we want to thank you. You know, putting that together. Mm -hmm. um, you know, your mom was a great sport. We held her hostage in that one room because anytime <laughs> she left, yeah. we had a bad play. Me and your brother. Well, let, let me let me let me explain that family tradition. So, um, literally in the house when we're watching the game, if my mother goes up to go to the kitchen to prepare something and they score, she's now banished to the uh, kitchen. My father earlier, if you remember the story for earlier in the season, he literally got left in the bathroom because he put went him to, in the bathroom. Put him in the he literally got put him in the bathroom. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, they scored. He was in the bathroom. He wasn't allowed to leave until, you know, we felt it was appropriate to Put him in a fucking bathroom. So my mother was, yeah, like, and so everybody at the party, you're talking about, like, 70 people now have caught wind of this tradition. So they would literally lock my mother, like, in one room if they scored and wouldn't let her out. What's funny is that Jake Elliott, what was it, that Miss Extra Point or something like that? She had just changed the room. She had just changed the room. So the, the rest of the fans in there would absolutely not allow my mother to go anywhere else. Uh, but that one room, unless they were scoring and stuff like that big. And that's how my wife got drunk. And that's how your wife got drunk. What's up, dude? Good. Yeah, but just the whole experience. I just remember being sitting there, and I think I said to Gail at one point, everybody celebrating. We looked at each other. We were like, we grew up in Connecticut. This is the Patriots. We think we got it, but we can't get too high. And once... You know, once that game was over and I'm snapping drunk and I lost you guys after the game, I'm by City Hall. He had said, you know, pine and broad about 40 times to me and just, you know, being able to finally get over there. And, you know, I think, you know, like I said, at least 100 times and just said, thank you, E, you know, for what you're doing, bringing us all together. And it's just something, you know, I've lived in the city of Philadelphia for six months and I'm spoiled now because they've won a Super Bowl, but. To, you want it more now. You want it even, you know. Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. But you know, it was a, it was a great experience. And hey, let's get more. And Wentz is coming back. Yeah. You, you want that? You want that dynasty? Say it with your chest. Hi. I'm sorry for my voice. It's not completely back yet. Um, so I got to. I was spoiled, and I got to be with all of you guys. And I think Gail really touched on it that I'm really blessed to have all of you in my life. Like I really am. Um, so, thank you. Um, so I think I, for me, um, it hit me completely when Jake hit that field goal and made it an eight-point game. Um, and I, I just burst into tears, and I think it was, you know, for the fact that I thought, oh, my God, we really could mm -hmm. win this game. Mm -hmm. And um, I think everybody was kind of just like, oh, my God, we it's the Patriots. Mm -hmm. But in my head, I knew. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I said, we can hold them. Yeah. We got this. Absolutely. And um, so the tears just started because, you know, I, in my head, I thought, oh, my God, we can win. But I was also thinking about, like, how we were talking about, all of the family members and like everything, like my um, 
my family, my, both my mom's parents were season ticket holders. They're both passed on, so I don't get to, you know, share that with them. My dad's dad, biggest Eagles fan I know. So I was really, truly blessed to have this team passed down to me. Mm-hmm. And and I really I'm just so lucky and thankful for that because it's like Gail said earlier, the Eagles really brought me out of my shell and got to meet all these wonderful people. So thank you guys and love you so much. Oh, that's yeah. aw- that's awesome. That's awesome. And and that's what you know when we were on the Football Fanatic show with Darren McMullen, that is something that we absolutely you know try to express to him. Like, look, you know the other teams that you visit in the country. They might bring you to their trophy case and show you all those Vince Lombardi trophies. But wouldn't you rather be with one of the most passionate fan bases who has yet to win a Super Bowl trophy? Could you imagine filming that episode on Broad Street on Sunday? (laughs) That would have been. By the way, this is what Philly's like. My God, a a million people (laughs) running down Broad Street. (laughs) Yeah. We yeah. got we, we got David from California in studio as well. David, hey. uh, now now you flew in from from Cali to uh, to, yes. to see this. So I flew in from yesterday. Um, I bought my tickets about ten days ago uh, to come to the parade. So eighty eighty percent of the times the parade is on Tuesday. Um, I bought my tickets coming in on on Monday, leaving on Wednesday. Um, oh. Yesterday, when when they announced the parade, yeah. Uh, it was on Thursday. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm catching my joint, my joining flight on Dallas, of course. Um, my boss calls me, and he's like, oh, I, I saw the parade got, uh, it's on Thursday. I'm like, yeah, but it's okay. I'll come back to work. And he's like, listen, if you can change your your flight and your mm. hotel, please stay. He's the real MVP. He's coming back on That's Friday. Awesome. So that was great. It's boss of um, the year right there. For me. Uh, and coming from, and, and you were saying that uh, it, it's Eagles Nation is worldwide. You know, yeah. I'm from Honduras, uh, yeah. Central America. Um, you know, so of course, third world country. I grew. How'd around. you start following them? Oh, uh, long story. Uh, my dad used to travel a lot. Uh, so at one point, my big brothers, both of them were huge football fans. One's a Rams fan. One's a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they asked him for a hat. For hat, so I was you no know, little big brother. Little brother, I was like, "Hey, just give me a hat too." So he uh-huh. got me an Eagles hat, I, unknowingly. Uh, <laughs> they told me, and they were like, "Hey, that's a football team too." And I'm like, "Really? Yeah, okay, cool." So I looked it up, saw Cunningham, uh, wow. liked it immediately. Didn't fall in love until Dawkins, of course. Mm, wow. And uh, been no been following ever since. Ever since. Uh, did more research. Uh, I don't know if you guys know. I, I bet you do, but. Uh, Steve Van Buren, only Honduran to play in the NFL. Hey. So, you, you know, stay there. Uh, That's great. For me, growing up, you know, because third world country, I, I my friends are either Pats fans or Cowboys fans. Uh-huh. So I heard. The two bandwagons. Yeah, I heard uh. shit my entire life. And uh, like Sunday and yesterday, I've been bombarded by text saying, hey, you're the only true Eagles fans we know. You're the only one guy I'm really happy for, mm-hmm. so congratulations. Uh, best day of my life, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Yep. You know I mean? So yep. uh, I'm just happy, and thank you guys for having me here today. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, man. Absolutely, welcome. man. Thank you for coming. You're amazing, dude. man. Thank you. Amazing. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because Eagle fans like who are, aren't living in Philly, you, you got to wear that badge, oh. and you got you to gotta be that fan for the whole fan base when you're the only fan, and, and yeah, you have to – you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a hard thing. 
Growing you, up like that was it was tough. You got to rep more Eagles gear than the regular Eagles fan. You got to let them know. The only way I got witty is becoming becoming an Eagle fan because I had to stick up for myself my whole entire fucking life. You say a Woody or Witty? Witty. I heard Woody. I heard. All right, we're not witty, the only witty. ones. Witty. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. We want to introduce somebody else in the studio right now. Evan, if you can swing your mic over. Andrew, I'm from California. Oh, hey. another Californian. Yeah, I love California. it. I was at the Rams game. I was at the Chargers game. I was at the Rams and the Chargers game. Nice. I was on the pier when the Green Legion was there. Awesome, um, man. I've never seen a more passionate fan base, and when I seen you guys tear up, I mean, it made me want to cry. Uh, I cried when they won the Super Bowl. This is the most amazing feeling ever. I'm, I've not been a fan as long, obviously. I'm 19 years old. But um, this is a, a crazy feeling. And the thing that really is the craziest to me is that this is only the start. Mm-hmm. It's, this is years and years of Carson Wentz, a competitor. I mean, you see a guy who goes and sits down right after every play and looks at the tablet. Mm-hmm. And, he's, uh, he's really about that life. Yeah, he studies. Yeah, He studies. He's the first guy in, last guy out. And I have a lot of hope for the future. Obviously, we want to enjoy the moment. But um, I've never seen anything crazy. No more zero rings jokes. No, no nope. more of that shit. Nope. Oh, it's over, yeah. baby. Oh, it's over. It's We're over. earning the zero rings jersey on the home opener, right? Absolutely. Is that happen? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up, my friend. Perfect. Okay, so here's, here's the deal, because I, I just got the final message that I was waiting for from our, uh, from our friend. Uh, friend of me, he, 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 listen, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I know we, we talk mad shit. He busts shit balls. On, we, he busts balls. He's been at the 4th and John tailgate. tailgate. He's uh he, he's a really good guy, license plate guy, right? <laughs> so he's worn that uh, custom made New York Giants in the front, Philadelphia Eagles in the back. Zero, no, is the yeah. number, and Super Bowls is the nameplate. He's worn that for years. Coming to Lincoln Financial, coming to our friggin' house, where does he look jersey? like a bitch? A little bit Canada, with the look, hair. He looks like Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, 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 a little bit. Oh, All right. Okay. Come man. on. Right. We're, we're tra- giving him fire right now, but it's just yeah. We're, we're trying. Just... We're trying to work something out. Yeah, so, yeah. so he just sent saying. me a message that uh, he was going to. He has an event. Uh, I don't know what event it is, but uh, it's it's probably in New Jersey. So, so I'm sure you and I, okay. Gail, being around the New York area, we'll show her. We'll show up for that one. He is auctioning off the jersey for the uh, Tom Coughlin J Foundation, which is a wonderful foundation. Absolutely. Um, He's going to auction. Oh, shit. My headphones went out. Uh, But he's going to auction off the jersey to charity, all the proceeds going to that charity. And he said he already had a Giants fan offer him $3,000 cash, just straight up. Just straight up for the jersey. So I said, listen, you might want to contact Cindy Webster at WIP. You might want to contact Mark Farzett at the 700-level show. And then I said, you know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time, uh-huh. time out. Time uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Hold up. Because I know with all the people listening to this radio podcast right now and to all the people that are going to see this on YouTube, I think not only can we surpass that $3,000 amount that, uh, that the New York Giants fan offered for that jersey – I'm going to set the goal of 5000 but there's no doubt in my mind that we can reach about $10,000. And a mercy. I think we can do it. Listen, if I can raise the money that I raised to fly a fucking plane, I think we can raise the money that I have to raise to, to, to get ourselves a jersey. And our plans, once we get that jersey, and again, all the money is going to charity, so we will not be outbid, but in the event that we I are... I'm 
the home opener. That right there is a symbol of every no Super Bowls, no Lombardis, no trophies joke that we've ever been the butt of at the fourth and John. Yes, suck my balls. Yes, and and uh, at the home opener, we will display that jersey proudly and light that son of a bitch on fire and send it to hell exactly where it belongs. That's what we are going to do. We're going to get that fucking jersey. Uh-huh. So listen, 4th and John fans, everybody listening out there, the people that see it on Twitter, you know, I know you're buying a lot of Super Bowl gear. Trust me, all of us are. All of us are opening up the wallets. But if you could just donate like... $10 to getting this jersey. I promise you, for the home opener, when they unveil the banner, we will. <laughs> and Mike is currently making it rain and putting it back in his wallet. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we will not only raise a banner at Lincoln Financial Field, but we will burn a jersey in the parking lot to symbolize that. Finish him. He's on right now? Is the GoFundMe up? No, I had he had to finalize the um, the details on the charity and just get permission from Tom Coughlin's organization to go ahead and use this, knowing full well what Fourth and John was about to do to that jersey, that they would accept the donations and and the, and the funds in there. It is going to be my goal in the off season because, listen, I'm I'm looking forward to a little bit of a break, <laughs> to enjoy this victory, to revel in this Super Bowl. Uh, I know. But we're going to Canton, motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> if he makes it, we make it. If hey. he makes hey. it, we make it. Listen, I'm going to take a couple weeks uh, to revel <laughs> in this victory, knowing full well in two weeks I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get bored. Uh, so I'm going to pass the time by getting this you know, fundraiser GoFundMe going. So please donate. Oh, I, I can't believe we are now almost an hour and a half into the show. We haven't even talked about a Canton. We haven't even talked about oh, Brian Dawkins. Yeah. That B Dawk guy. Does that weekend get any better? Mm-mm. Does that weekend get any better with Brian Dawkins getting inducted into the Hall it's almost, of Fame? It's almost like we're spoiled as fans right now. God, are we that, turning that, into that, Patriots yeah. fans? No, 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 pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. We deserve it, though, man. And, and Brian Dawkins represents Eagles Nation to the fullest. Uh-huh. If, you, you, if you say Eagles, you think of Brian Dawkins, and you think of everything he represents. He represents our heart. So for him to make it in, we all make it in, and we're all going to make that fucking trip. I, I, everyone that I talk to is going. Mm-hmm. And when we found out, we were at the Green Turtle. We were doing a special show for Wildfire, doing a big pep rally. Shout out to all the podcasts with Wildfire. It was an awesome time. Mm-hmm. As soon as uh, we saw the announcement, and then we kind of like, I shared you guys the phone or whatever that he officially got in the Hall of Fame. And then the word spread it real quick. The TV's everywhere at the Green Turtle that Brian Dawkins was elected Hall of Fame. The restaurant completely exploded. Everybody was cheering B-Dog Hall of Fame, Ken, Ohio. It was it was just amazing, and I, we're making a big road trip, boys. Well, that, you just like to see the Eagles, pre, like Eagle fan presence. Everybody is like going anywhere Eagles are. Mm-hmm. The fans are traveling, mm-hmm. so that you got you got to be proud as an Eagle fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! And just knowing from the experience of the last time I was in Canton, Ohio, for a Hall of Fame induction, it was uh, with my old college roommate Harka, and it was when Reggie went in. Yep. And normally the Hall of Fame game is the kickoff to the NFL season. It's the first preseason game of the year. And they pick two teams, right? They pick two teams that are represented by the people that are in Canton. Mm -hmm. Well, being as 
not only Brian Dawkins is going into the Hall of Fame, but Terrell Owens as well. Mm -hmm. I would fully expect your Super Bowl champions to be playing in that Hall of Fame game. 100%. So not only are we going to get Brian Dawkins and Terrell Owens and hear those speeches, we are probably going to have the Hall of Fame game as well. And don't forget, by the way, Super Bowl champions kick off the NFL season on Thursday night. So the Eagles will have a Thursday night game where that banner, where big you and I sit, section 225, visitor side, 50-yard line, all we're going to have to do is literally look up and see our brand new Super Bowl banner. It's green. And, and it's, it's green. green. <laughs> uh, the perks of being a Super Bowl champion. We get, we get to play in the last game of the season and the first game of the, the season. We have game. the smallest gap among all the other teams. To and, play. And they know we need our fixing. And probably the Hall of Fame game. And the Hall of Fame And Brian, Do man, we are spoiled. We are. Aren't we? Yeah. And, but I want more, more, more. And, oh, here, here's another one that everybody knows of but is, but is not talked about enough. Oh, Drew Pearson, you asshole. Mm. Don't think we forgot about you. Yeah. Don't think we forgot about you and standing up in front of a crowd of Philadelphia and talking about Jerry Jones and the storied history of the Dallas Cowboys, how many Super Bowl championships that you guys have, and the fact that you wouldn't be the successful person that you are if it wasn't for Philadelphia because you were able to run up and down the field on us. Oh. Who the fuck is this asshole? With the 32nd pick. <laughs> In the NFL draft, right in Dallas, Texas, mm. your Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles select. Oh, it is going to be beautiful. We just won the fucking Super Bowl, you jaw motherfuckers! Oh, <laughs> and you think Eagles fans travel well? Oh, way to the uh, Eagles are doing, fans. Are we doing that trip? Oh man, there, there were so many trips lined up. Like I, I've got to wrap my head around yeah. what's going on. Listen, you got the draft. Hey, if anybody's willing to go out there listening, willing to sponsor us, me, you know, me and the, the squad going down to to the draft. I mean, I we'll give you as many videos and shoutouts as yeah, yeah. If anybody, he'll make something go viral. NBC <laughs> <DC> Sports. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I got something uh, caught in my throat. I need WIP. Do you um, want some tea and honey or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if anybody wants to sponsor the Fourth and John crew for digital content that you could that you could also use on TV, seven hundred level show. <laughs> if you guys want to sponsor us to go down to Jerry World, maybe and you should maybe you should at those people and ask them. Does anybody want to buy my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can sell enough T-shirts to raise enough money to go out there on our own. But hey, listen, you think Eagles fans travel well? They've taken over stadium. How great is it going to be wearing all this Super Bowl swag to take over Jerry World down there in Dallas and here with the 32nd overall pick, the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles can officially tell you to suck every inch of our dick down to the ball <laughs> because we are the champs, baby. It is going to be fantastic. And I don't know who's going to be better. I don't know if it's Brian. Because Brian Dawkins announcing the second pick, as we remember, in the second round, yep. that's mm -hmm. when all the alumni and everybody come out. I'm not sure if it should be Brian Dawkins or, Maybe. honestly, Brian Westbrook. What about Eric Allen? Or Eric Allen, who tweeted yeah. at Drew Pearson, yeah. like, don't think I forgot about you, motherfucker. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to sweep the leg. Brian Westbrook, if you remember correctly, took that real personally. And I think he went up on stage, if I remember correctly, because the draft's a little fuzzy for me. It almost seems like 10 years ago. But he got up on that stage and said, if anybody else wants to come up here 
and disrespect the city of Philadelphia talking about their pick. They're going to have to get through me first. I don't know. Maybe Brian Westbrook is the he guy. Left. The guy. You know what? Maybe you just send a whole guy. Maybe you send Trey Thomas, yeah. and you send Bri- Brian Dawkins, and you send McNabb can stay home. Yeah, he's but, yeah, Trotter. Yeah. Send know, Trotter. Send Trotter. Send Trotter. Seth Joyner. You mean to tell me that Seth Joyner is going to gonna stand on that? St- oh, my God. A set? No. <laughs> ready to bust some heads, man. He's like, I'm not going to leave the stage. Fuck you, my time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. And then they're going to be like, yeah. all right. Yeah, security, try and tase me. Yeah, try no, and tase no me. I got something to say Seth. to these Cowboys fans. Nobody fucks with Seth. No Are you kidding me? Nobody fucks with Seth. He's not Kevin Hart, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. taken out by security. But by the way, the Kevin Hart, I didn't see the video. The Kevin Hart like crashed a studio all wasted and shit like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. He jumped up oh, on yeah. stage while Fletch was there. Well, yeah, they were interviewing yeah. Fletch. I think it was for NFL Network. And yeah, not only the F bomb. Yeah, the not only not only did he try and jump up on stage when they were introducing the Super Bowl trophy, but he jumps in the back of a Fletcher Cox interview and then drops an F bomb after grabbing the mic and is like, "Oh shit!" and, and drops the mic he and then drops like, the mic. After. Yeah, and and even Fletch is like, "Oh yeah, you gotta go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. The other thing that I that I heard widely spread, uh, but did not yet see the video for. Um, did somebody eat a horse turd? Someone yeah. ate a horse turd, man. Somebody what ate the... a horse turd. All right, well, can we just talk about the weird connection that this postseason has had with horses? Yeah. We have had, <laughs> but in, the, in, the, in the Atlanta game and the Minnesota game, we had someone punch a horse, and then we had sweet, sweet justice when someone, for some dumbass reason, got down on their hands and knees and put a horse turd in their mouth. I don't know what Was is up with like Philly. Was this like a public apology on behalf of Philadelphia for I, I, punching? I, 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 I but whoever that, did is a fucking MVP. I'll tell you that. I, I, I don't know about yeah, that. I don't know about that. that. I, I'll tell you what. The fucking I'd rather dirty mouth. Never mind. Clean it up. Nah, never mind. <laughs> and someone also stole a horse. Someone stole a police horse out there. Somebody stole what? a police horse. Somebody stole a police horse and was right. riding it around. All right. So maybe so maybe <laughs> Australia had a point. Maybe there were Philadelphia. Hey, I got a question for you. To guarantee a Super Bowl next year. Would you eat a horse turd right now? Yeah. Yeah. Bone Bring it in. Bone <laughs> <laughs> can, can I dip it in ketchup? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I will eat it raw. You can serve it hot. You can Season serve it cold. Anything to get that feeling back. Oh, oh, I'll, oh. Eat a, I'll eat a horse turd. Would you get a fucking Nick Foles tattoo on oh, your ass? Oh, here we go. We got a Nick Foles tattoo. All right, listen. Oh, my God. You guys aren't going to let this one go, are you? Aye, aye, aye. A couple people mentioned on Twitter, too, man. You're on the fucking hot seat as it is. Is there any way I can get out of this? Yeah. Not looking too good. <laughs> Justin has the Kevin Hart audio. Can you play it for us? You ready for that? I got I to hear this. This is the first time I'm hearing Kevin Hart on stage with Fletcher Cox. You know what? Philadelphia is a great city. I thought. I hope this is an example of what we can do. We gave a fuck. <laughs> I hope this is an example of something we can do. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Dude, I, I would absolutely eat a horse turd to have that feeling again. And, and, and as far as the Nick Foles tattoo, now that I'm thinking about it, like, should we do it like for a draft show or something? Like maybe okay. a tattoo artist would be willing to come in here and do it live. Would you like oh. to sponsor uh, this would you like fucking sponsor? ass tat? Of <laughs> I, 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 I really Somebody. don't want to have to pay for an ass tattoo. Like what if I did the whole show standing and got, you know, bare assed? inked while I'm doing the fucking show. You were the most focused ho- host of all time yeah. if you're able to pull that one off. The man. Nick Foles tattoo yeah. challenge? Yeah. Do, do a John Marks is doing it. John Marks. Get the, the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, John Marks, John Marks and Ike Reese did bet like 
right when this postseason started, he said, if Nick Foles brings home a Super Bowl, they're going to film John Marks getting a tattoo on his ass of Nick Foles holding that Super Bowl trophy. Uh, tattoo and, and John Marks is doing it next week. Oh, he's stealing your thunder. So yeah. we'll set you up on Wednesday. Well, l- l- listen, I, 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 <laughs> well, actually, I know the uh, Philadelphia Tattoo Convention is, I think, Coming next up, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! The 12th to the 14th. And, and, and our boys at Oceanfront Tattoo. Ocean I don't know Front, if you can yeah. at Oceanfront Tattoo on Instagram. Oceanfront Tattoo. Venice Beach. Venice Beach. That's where I got inked after yeah, the L.A. Yeah, Rams yeah. game. Uh, mm-hmm. The owner of that place is a native Philadelphian and an Eagles fan. I saw his Instagram story. He had it all Eagles up for it. He had his whole tattoo parlor, which, by the way, is right on the Venice Beach boardwalk. Mm. You know, maybe just at, you know, Oceanfront Tattoo uh, on Instagram. Uh, comment under a photo and say that E-Rock, he knows who the fuck I am. E-Rock uh, wanted to get a Nick Foles tattoo. Would you be willing to donate one to uh, to charity? Oh, and uh, Justin has Kevin Hart's uh, apology audio. All right, let's give this a uh, let's give this a listen. Uh, to all the kids out there, I just want to say don't drink. <laughs> you know, when alcohol is in your system, you do dumb stuff. Me trying to go on stage with the trophy. <laughs> Definitely in the top two stupidest things I've ever done, but who cares? <laughs> exactly. Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm still a little tipsy, but the world can kiss my ass. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on. <laughs> and my wife was the first one to say, babe, don't go up there. I told my wife, be- no, honey, chill out. I got to be up there with my city. <laughs> it didn't work out good. <laughs> Hey, at least he didn't need a did horse turn. Yeah. He? He, he said, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, he said Kevin, I know you are, but you can't be up here. I said, hell if I can't. I went to walk. He put his hand on my chest. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey, Fuck it. <laughs> he was, the, the Eagles were like halfway to his score prediction, by the way. What was it, 41? Yo, he, Trox he, had it, bro. Trox knows. knows. Trox knows. 41-24. You had 41 Yeah, I had a 41-24 birds, 100%. and Aguilar was going to be the MVP. But you know what? I'll take a fucking 40-burger to win the Super Bowl any day of the week, motherfuckers. And you know what? Trox, uh, Trox at, the, uh, at the parade on Broad Street, or not the parade, the, uh, the celebration on Broad Street. This is how drunk Trox was. He sounded a little like Kevin Hart because he was just speaking like he was – he had a cigar in his mouth. He had his vintage Eagles jacket on, right? And he would just come up to me and speak his own language. He was like, yeah. I was and then, numb. And then, he was would, numb. and then he would crack himself up. He'd be like. <laughs> so he was just laughing. I was like, all right, yeah, you got it, trucks. All right. Hey, 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 rock. Hey, rock. <laughs> I got I got some great Trox cackle and when I when I finally met back up with you and you saw me with my busted eye. Yeah. You want to hear that real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen to the very beginning. You hear him cracking up. What the fuck happened to you? That is me. The it's the first thing I heard when I saw that video. World fucking champs, baby! E-A-G-L-E-S! Eagles! <laughs> that was the best part when somebody else screamed the Eagles. Yeah, but every time that beer bong was empty, there was... Popped cans, fresh to go on the top of that oh, ladder yeah, that yeah, whole time. That was my job. And Trox, I can't thank you enough for all the support. It really, the man behind the scenes is making this engine run, whether it be at the tailgates, helping out. Uh, you know, yes, every time I climbed that ladder, there were two fresh cans popped for me. Trox was there, couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying, but he was having a good time. And there were and there were freshies up on the ladder. We just won the fucking Super saying. Bowl, you jaw motherfucker! 
<laughs> Who didn't we get to in studio real quick? We did. Come on, Mac. Right. Come right, on, Mac. I'm putting you on the spot, man. I gotta say something. And then we're gonna get to your Twitter questions. Oh man, it's great to be here with all you guys. Uh, your tailgates have just been tremendous all year. Uh, my dad moved to Florida like after my parents got divorced, and he was the guy I went with to all my games. And uh, it's it's been tough not being able to go to games with him. And uh, but it's been fun all season with you guys. And uh, I remember, yeah, la uh, Sunday night. I was in the city. I wanted to be in the city because, obviously, I wanted to be a few blocks in Broad Street, of course. So after that final, uh, after that final play, I, I literally just fell down, and I, I, I pretty much lost feeling in all my body there. And it was, it was just tremendous. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, we, awesome. Was, we saw you out on Broad Street. Good, yeah. good yeah. stuff. Hold on. Big wants to say something else. Just real quick, we were just talking about Brian Dawkins and, you know, how he's a kind of our spirit animal. Mm -hmm. What about Jason Kelsey? Oh, oh, oh man. did you? Guys I wish I ripped that, that audio, man. That, that, that's a, that's all right. Everyone heard. Literally, it, Everyone literally, heard everything that we were feeling uh -huh. was said by that man. Yep. And yeah. the fact that he would acknowledge the fact that he is honored to to bring this home to Philadelphia, our first Super Bowl, mm -hmm. just just it just blows the, my mind. The true Philadelphian. The true Philadelphian. Yeah. 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 Oh, I doubted mm -hmm. him. Too small, and that, talk, talk, yep. talk, yeah, Makes talk sense. about a, a Rocky Balboa story. Too small, you know, he's not fast, you know, he, he's too much of a running, uh, you know, lineman. Not big he's, enough. He's not big enough. Yeah. He's not going to be able to block. He can, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker, can play. How, how many? How many of those? Man. How many of those stories do we have on this team this year? Because you could say the same thing about Nelson Aguilar. Everybody counted Nelson Aguilar out last season, and he had he was an absolute beast all season long, and he performed in the Super Bowl. Justin has that Jason Kelsey audio. Why don't you go ahead and play that for me, my friend? Hard to put in the words. Uh, you know, I've been <laughs> last two weeks. After we, uh, after we beat Atlanta and after we beat, after we, you know. Just struggling, man. Mm -hmm. Last two Real weeks emotion. after we won, mm -hmm. I found myself in the shower crying. Can't fake Dreaming this. of this moment. <laughs> You've worked so hard your whole life to get here. Everything culminates. And I can't help but think back to a quote my grandfather gave me from Calvin Coolidge about persistence. I'm not going to say it because it's a little long and it'll drag home, but you know, he gave me that quote when I was 18 years old when I was not given a scholarship to play at any Division I university. My father and mother my father and mother told me to stay after my dream. And I've officially accomplished the best thing in this sport with a group of guys who mean the world to me. Because really, persistence has summed up my whole career, summed up my whole life. Just keep going. Just keep, keep going, moving forward. No matter what obstacle comes in your way, just keep moving forward. The resiliency of this team is incredible. We've all talked about it, but when you really sit back and think, a lot of you guys picked us to finish dead last in the NFC East. As the season went along, nobody gave us any inclination that we were the best team in the NFL, especially after injuries started happening, which is understandable. 
the fact that we're that, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Brace yeah. a tear down your eye. I, I was going to say, screw right the fact that everybody's already heard that. There's not a dry eye in here. <laughs> yeah. right now, man. That yeah. was fucking awesome. Yeah, listen to, the, to, to that big You can hear it in man. his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah be brought to tears thinking about his journey. Yeah. It's, it's, this team is so likable. I mean, it, screw what they say about the fans. If you can't watch that Super Bowl and see these guys who waited their entire life for this moment, mm-hmm. representing a city that waited their entire life for this moment, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mike, I want to get to the Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, Gail. Go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, um, I was coming out of the, uh, uh, the Eagles Pro Shop, and my, my dad had called. He said, son, the Eagle has landed. No, literally, oh, yeah, yeah. the, the players have landed and they're headed towards Nova Novacare complex. Oh. So me and my cousin, you know, we're like, she's like, get in the car. So we, we, all these Eagle fans are just driving to Novacare complex. They don't know where they're coming. They just people just park their cars in the middle of the road. Everyone gets out and starts running to the Novacare complex, <laughs> and everyone's just trying to get in there. The, the players are coming out, dude. The player, all the players are coming out. Yeah, and. Uh, I got a I got a chance to smack Harry Roseman on the back, <laughs> he, and he's he's got his phone out. He's just like enjoying the moment. You were right up on Carson too, right? And then Carson was when Car when people saw Carson, people were <laughs> yo, people were ready to rip him out. We of, just won the fucking Super. Yo, people looked at each other and they were ready. Like, should we should we take Carson out of the car? And Carson was mad chill. When Dougie P came out, everyone was. Going ape shit, uh, got to smack Jake Jake Elliott's hand. Uh, was Newski, yo Dave Fip, you know our special special teams coordinator, is was bumping Meek Mill. Yeah. Uh. It was the most random uh, thing that just it was like a spontaneous combustion, but it was it was amazing. By the way, tonight I have DVR'd. Uh, I'm sure Showtime is going to be playing. Uh, what what is it called? The In- inside the NFL. Inside the NFL. Uh. They already leaked one of the. Uh, segments mm-hmm. where they showed kind of mm-hmm. the interaction between Nick Foles and Doug Peterson when Philly it came special. to the Philly special. What it, what an interesting, <sighs> what a great play. interesting, Fucking and we have that audio mm-hmm. for you before the show comes out. Go for it right here. Go for it right here. Philly, Philly. Philly. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Philly special. Ready? Foles in the gun. First of all, who the fuck does that? Who calls that play man, on fourth down? A man that has to wheel his balls in with a wheelbarrow. I mean, I mean, just just the the, the Listen, I always gave Sean Payton like that that was the most amazing play Peterson. when they called the onside kick to open up that half against the uh against the Indianapolis yeah. Colts. I always thought that that was the most ballsy play call. No, this 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 fucking takes the cake. He puts it on the line, man. Yeah. That, that, that was an undrafted running back receiving the snap mm-hmm. to the third string tight end. Undrafted. Undrafted as well. Quarterback. To throw in it to the backup quarterback. Talk about having faith in your team, man. And Nick Foles has hands. He was a he was a great basketball player in high school. But the moment, 
and he came up big, man. When when you watch that big. play, because you're inevitably going to see it over and over and over again. That's, that's goes I down want, the I, history. I, books. I want I want you to look at a couple things. First of all, I want you to look at Doug snap his head to Nick Foles when he suggests Philly Philly. Oh, I know. And he looks at it, but without any doubt or reservation, gives it a thought. Sa- says to him, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, fuck it, go for it, yeah. fuck it." Like like cool calm. It's not like down the Super Bowl. Uh, fuck, it. fuck it. Then I want <laughs> then I want you to watch. When they all line up, the acting job that Nick Foles does oh, you to mean call Leo? kill, Leo DiCaprio. yeah, Leo DiCaprio, he deserves <laughs> an Oscar. The acting job when he looks like he's trying to change the protection at the line and then lines up perfectly. If he doesn't, if he doesn't set, that play is flagged and it is dead. And if he doesn't move Corey Clement behind him, not yet. And not only that, Corey Clement wasn't moving. If you look, they always say like if you see a running back real tight to the quarterback, that is a direct snap. That is a tell. But look at Corey Clement's hands. While Nick Foles is yelling, kill, 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 Corey Clement is acting, Mm -hmm. holding up his hands like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Knowing full well he's getting the snap, putting it to trade. And also look at Nick, like coming out of the huddle, kind of say something to Trey. I don't know what it said. I don't even know if they picked up the audio. Say something to Trey, do that acting job, get set. Corey Clement's acting job, and then the execution was just perfect. It was flawless. And our boy Lee just said that – and he made a good point. I he said that Jimmy Kimmel uh, live show yesterday oh, that, awesome. that they only practiced it three times. Three times. Three times. That's, that's, a, high, that's it. a high school play too. That is unbelievable. Unreal. So yeah, it's uh you know you're going up against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots dynasty. It's fourth down. You could take the points, but it's four. Yeah. But it's fourth down. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. Fucking let's, Philly, Philly. Fucking let's throw it to Philly special. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you see somebody got a tattoo of that play? Oh, already? my God. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is awesome. I mean, Peterson's play calling was bananas. You thought yes. you, all season long, Gail. He, he all had, season long. He had long. the ball game of his life versus the Vikings. And, and Nick Foles had the ball game of his life in the Vikings. Yep. And they up one in the Super Bowl, outplayed themselves the, the prior week. Last, that, that is fucking insane right there. Last season, the narrative. Is Doug too aggressive going for it on fourth down all the time? Holy shit. Bro. Wow. <laughs> we got right. we, 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 we literally have nine minutes left in the show. We want to end it the Boom. way we always went it with the Twitter questions. So we're gonna we're gonna let it rip. Go ahead, Philly Mike. Remember we talked about a guy that's been waiting for a championship for a long time? This is one of the guys right here from my brother from another mother, Big Shirley. Oh, sure. Oh. Big Shirley. Love you, brother. But his fucking question though. He says, if Foles plowed your girl, would you thank him? <laughs> at, 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 at this point, at this point, I would not only thank him, I would not only thank him, I would feel honored to be Eskimo Brothers oh, yeah. with the Super Bowl MVP and the man that blessed us with the Super Bowl and then blessed my wife. Do you can have that, Nick Foles. <laughs> Big you, Dick Nick, you yeah. go for it's it. It's going to be thr- your bro- like your throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Right the- <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Big E's like. <laughs> if, if it's between that or eating a horse turd, I, 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 think, I, I think I'd go to the, the Big Dick Nick, Nick route. <laughs> Nick Foles, if you want a threesome with my girl, have at it, brother. I, I'm, I'm full all Are in, you the man. third? Yeah, what what was that? I want to look like a threesome, right. whatever, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to see uh, Nick's Big Dick. No, but, no, that's not how far I'm going. Oh, 
He, he, I, I, uh, I believe he, in the faith. Of he, it. he wants Nick Foles in his backfield. Yeah. Fuck no, not ain't. Ha- hey, at least I'm not getting tattooed on my ass. Hey, so. hey, hey, hey Fred Barnett. <laughs> Fred Barnett was giving him shit for that handshake too, man. All right, we gotta get this one though for my next question. <laughs> next question. Next question. Movies on the rocks. <laughs> oh. Our boy Brent. He says, "Why hasn't this erection gone away?" He's uh, still been saying this every week. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we uh, know what? Probably because he didn't have a threesome with Nick Foles. Yeah, right, Mike? Right, Mike? You have right, to alleviate Mike? that situation. Right, yeah. Mike? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Y'all think it a different way, but seriously. All right, we got another <laughs> question from Rock and John 15. He says, how long do you think the Eagles can keep this kind of success? For, for a while. As long as Carson Wentz is our quarterback yeah. and Doug Peterson is our coach. I mean, they set they set the foundation, man. They got the foundational pieces in here. They got the right, the grooming the right kind of players to come in here. Now it's a place where people want to play. Can I can I just make a statement that has been made all fucking show? We won the Super Bowl with our backup quarterback. Yeah, man. Carson comes back next year. Yeah, man. Do you you remember the whole first hey, half hey, of the season? Hey, say his name, man. Mr. Wentz? Nick Foles. Oh. Say his name. Oh, I'm sorry. Just won your fucking Super you're, you're Bowl. You're goddamn right. I'm sorry for the disrespect. <laughs> You can have sex with Mike's girlfriend anytime. <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you, babe, you so run, much. Hey, listen, the, 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 future, the future is bright for this team. They've got the core of players, core of young players locked up uh, for a long time. Are they going to lose some pieces? Naturally. That's what happens in free agency, especially when you when you uh, win a Super Bowl. Are they going to lose some assistant coaches? Maybe, maybe not, but that's what happens when you win a Super Bowl. But don't forget, it also becomes a destination point. We're getting back mm-hmm. some injured players as well. Uh, and we're going to be a destination point for free agents that want to come and play in a winning environment with a family atmosphere. And some vets m- may, may take a di- some discounts to yeah. play play here. Mm-hmm. Just like Alshon Jeffrey just did. Li- just like uh, the same sort of mentality Chris Long had yeah. before, when he left St. Louis. Yeah. He, he went, this dude, this dude Chris Long plays his entire career in St. Louis on a fucking loser. Doesn't play one playoff game. The past two seasons, he's got two rings. That's unbelievable. And good, good for him. Unreal. Yeah, man. Blunt Unreal. Blunt, yep. bl- blunt as well. Yeah, you know, awesome. What? He wanted to be. Yeah, exactly. The Eagles didn't come to Chris Long. Chris Long came to the Eagles. He wanted to be an Eagle. That's awesome. That, is, that is absolutely awesome. Okay, next Twitter question. Our next question is from our good friend Playmix E. Ebby. She says, "How about Jalen F. and Mills? Are you guys <laughs> excited with him next season?" <laughs> absolutely. L- listen, he he's he's got some things to work on in his game. He's that got some move. things to improve on. Well, let's, let us not forget that this was a seventh-round draft pick that was forced into a starting position and did well. Yeah. Played well. Mm-hmm. Is he Shut a down Julio. Mm-hmm. Shut down Julio. Is he a pro bowler? No. But you know what? Neither was Bobby Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Neither was Sheldon Brown a lot of those years when Lito was going to the Pro Bowl. So, you know, he's playing at a high level. He's got – when you see him in that pregame huddle in the tunnel – Talking to the DBs, firing them up. He's one of the emotional leaders on this team. 100%. So he's, his game is going to continue to grow as he grows. He's going to continue to be a leader. And he's one of those guys, when I talk to him about the future being bright, he's one of those pieces. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Mills, he's a scrapper at the end of the day. Like, Philadelphia loves that kind of player. He makes the tackle the first, every time. The first time we saw him in training camp, he was uh, he, he was going up a veteran, uh, Chris Givens. And he ripped. Givens helmet off and then threw a football at his head. I'm like, I like that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Next question. All right, next question is from our good friend Kane's Eagles one. He says, Will Foles be back next season? We need him. Don't you don't give a guy with that just won you a championship. It, 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 it all de- it all it depends, depends on the price. Yeah. For me. Well, well, no, 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 no. It, it it really depends on 
Nick Foles. All yeah, right? I'm 100%. not all convinced that Carson Wentz is going to be ready for week one. He might come midway through the season. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on Nick Foles. Is there an option out there to be traded? Yeah, there's an option out there to be traded. But, man, you have got to give up something sweet for us to trade our Super Bowl MVP at this point. Mm-hmm. Plus, if we're going to use those words like dynasty, like do it again, we can't afford to lose the first four or five, six games of the season nope. and expect this to happen again. But it would not shock me at all whatsoever if at this point Nick Foles just decides to ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Honestly, his journey is all about him. His struggle defined him, and he overcame that, and he has nothing left to accomplish in this league. Yeah. He is Super Bowl champion. He's done what's never been done before in the city of Philadelphia. He's the MVP. His, his destiny has been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So whatever the Lord tells him to do at this point, even if it is step away from the game or go to somebody else for an opportunity to start or ask the Eagles for a trade or say, I want to stay here because I love these people. Yep. Nick Foles, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. You earned it. And no matter hey. what, he will be forever immortalized in the he's city. Under, he's under contract. So, he's I mean, under contract for another year. He might want to become a pastor, but hey, we got <laughs> to protect him, man. He just, he just when you're Super Bowl, and I always say you're, o- you're only as good as your depth. And with a guy like Nick Foles, he can get it deep. He's big dick Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Mike? Right, Mike. I, I, hey. You guys took this such the wrong way. It is unreal. Someone at Nick Foles and uh, say Nah. That you guys took this such the wrong way. Mike but wants whatever. a back rub. Nah, man. You guys took it such the wrong way. So, so, I hate so, y'all, so but would, would you, would you guys like do the Eiffel Tower? Do you have dreams about him? Like, <laughs> like, no. like you're in the front and he's in the back and you high five? Is that what's... And Nick's like, uh, no yeah, eye yeah. contact, Mike. No <laughs> eye contact. Are you, are you hoping that he'll look at you the way he looked at that Super Bowl uh, trophy, just kind of with that, with that. Not a mercy. At least mine would be like, if it ever came to that point, which oh, will never fucking oh, happen. Yeah. At least I will not have have a permit brain. It will be it will not What's be permit on my skin like my boy E right here. Oh. It's gonna be on Listen, his you ass. Can, you can't forever. burn those memories. You can't forget those memories. You can't burn <laughs> memories when you have a tattoo on your Listen, ass. I can't, I can't look at it. It's on my ass. It's <laughs> Jackie on my... will. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's her <laughs> fucking problem. <laughs> All right. Do we have uh, any more Twitter questions? We're going to take one more and then wrap it up. Uh, we'll do one more question. Uh, okay, hold on one second. I thought we were going to wrap it up. Uh, one Another question. So what was from our good buddy, Bet Bully? He says, what was your favorite play of the game? Come on. That's, that's an easy one, All right, one, so man. let's wrap it up. Let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. up. All right. It's, of course, the it's Philly, Philly special. special. Listen. Uh, Philly, be- Philly. Before we do and before, we're going to go out a little differently. We're going to play the Meek Mill on our Mm. way out. All right. Love it. But I want to give a special shout-out to Justin and New Media Studios for having us for the last few years, hosting us. We look forward to working with him when we transfer over to to Wildfire Studios next year. Uh, We will certainly have the NFL Draft Show. Uh, we want to send a special shout out to Mama E Rock. Right, yes, for hosting absolutely. All the tailgates and the Super Bowl party. Shout out to you, E, for really uh, making all this happen, man. Yes. Well, that, you're you, the e. one that thank made you. this happen, man. And, and, and thank you so much uh, to the people listening right now, the people in studio. Understand that we, the core building block of this podcast was you guys and being able to share our fandom and share our experience. With you people out yep. there, Bring because together. we know that you love this team just as much as we do, and it doesn't matter if you're from Philadelphia, Florida, 
California, if you're all the way out in Australia, or the people listening out here in the UK. We know you bleed green with us. So all we wanted to do was bring you as close to the game as we are fortunate enough to be. And we can't thank you enough from the bottom of our heart. And I mm-hmm. promise you we will continue to do what we do, uh, not only for us, but on behalf of you guys, the fans. So we appreciate your support mm-hmm. so much. Buy a T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can't get that last plug in there. And I, are, we, are we ready? Thanks for are an amazing season. And w- hey, one more big shout-out to all the writers providing content on 4 com, bringing the heat all year round. You guys have been doing an amazing job, and Eagle fans are the shit. Live and fly. And thank so, you guys in the studio for so coming like, out and hanging out with like us. Like we end every show, and this is going to be a special one. I want you to say it loud. I want you to say it proud, because we're going to end it with the Eagles cheer. You ready? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Y'all thought I was finished? When I bought a ass tomorrow, y'all thought it was rainy. Flexing on these niggas, I'm like, Papa on the spinach. Double M, yeah, that's my team. Rose, the captain, I'm lieutenant. I'm the type can of men casting, grind like I'm broke. That Lambo, my new bitch, she ride like my ghost. I'm riding around my city with my hands strapped on my toes. Cause these niggas want me dead, and I gotta make it back home. Cause my mama need that bill money, my son needs some milk. These niggas try to take my life, they fuck around, get killed. You fuck around, you fuck around, you fuck around, get smoked. Cause these Philly niggas I bought with me don't fuck around, no joke. No, all I know is murder. When it come to me, I got young niggas that's rolling. I got niggas throwing bees. I didn't did the DOS. I didn't did the KODs. Every time I'm in that bitch, I get to throwing dirty G's. But now I'm hanging out that drop hand. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.